0: to the 150th episode of the computer game Ooh. show my name is my name is sean bell i'm joined by matthew murray hello and james farley hi uh, oh that was,
1: no, I, I was a you, bit sound, un... you sound absolutely thrilled no no it's just it was just Matt doing that woo i hate woos like, it was it was yeah oh, i was kind of a bit annoying the
2: 150th episode it's party time over here we've got mm. streamers we've got poppers we've got cake
0: no just when you say we've got poppers yeah, oh, i awesome. doing poppers right now yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, you yeah, yeah, get I mean, through was... the podcast <laughs> uh, yeah I, mean, I was going to say I mean I'm I'm quite ill um and Matt wants to watch Game of Thrones and Farley's just tired so um I guess we'll, we'll get a move on, shall we? We'll, I mean, we say oh it's, good. We saying, oh, it's going to be a short one, it's going to be a short one, and that ends up being two and a half hours. But yeah, i the episodes we sure have
2: like, nothing to talk about, no news, no games. It's still, we still drag it out, yeah. but, but, so, but we'll if see. There's, if, I really if there's anything
0: back. about next-gen consoles, we'll get about half an hour out of that. It's <laughs> easy. You
1: see, I really listened back to what we did, but last week I did listen back to some of it because I thought it was quite good. And it got to the bit where we were like, Sean, you just said, James... We're fifty minutes in. Maybe move on to the second news story. <laughs> that that was that was good. Although, yeah, we'll be in serious trouble if that's the case because there's a lot of news this week. But we'll come to that.
0: Thank God. Um, right, just quickly. Um, yeah, before we start start properly, um, if you want to support the show um we stream quite a lot three times a week in fact um every friday james streams deadly premonition for an hour although i'm pretty sure he's fucking sick of it
1: by it was an hour and a half most weeks and it's yeah i'm, I'm i i can not last this week this week i I nearly lost it because it was just so yeah. awful yeah. yeah you sound like you're generally
2: about to quit
1: yeah i i got yeah, yeah it was going that way because it I, was so just
2: and i I'm, what, i what i think you're only two thirds of the way through on you
1: no, no, it's it's that's not the case. I, oh, is that not the case? Okay. No, you see, the thing is, right. Since I did dark calls, I always feel bad if I like look anything up, like to find uh-huh. out, right. So I looked up. If you didn't like, when you did dark calls. Yeah, you, you did, did that willy nilly. I, I didn't, didn't look anything up. <laughs> but anyway. So this this time I just wanted to see how many chapters there were, and it turns out there are six. But it's fine because the earlier ones there's like six with like there's like a chapter with like about seven episodes inside each one. Whereas right. for the last ones there are I'm only on chapter four, but the chapters five and six are just I've only got one episode in each, so it's actually not that long. Oh, are you um, playing the director's okay. cut? Isn't it like seven? Or you I mean, not maybe seven? It? I don't know. But either okay. way, it either way I'm hoping to be done this coming week. Is oh, really? what I'm hoping. Yeah, oh, exciting. That's what I'm hoping, yeah. So I can move on to something I actually want to play. Do you know what you want to play? Well, no, I was I was thinking of playing um, what's it called, Nomad Soul or something like that. You know, that'd well, yeah, be quite. I,
2: well, hang on. But that's another David Cage game. I know. Well, <laughs> just because it's, it's
0: the, the you, most inaccessible one as well. Yeah, is, well, that's I why wait. I thought it could be interesting. Either that
1: <laughs> or the other game I was thinking of playing is um, Alien Isolation, um, because okay. I really want to play that because I I like the series a lot and I've heard it's great. You should, you should do that. that and it's all like game
2: a Game Pass as well. Another, another David Cage game that you'll hate. What's Yeah. <laughs> You've got so sure you maybe, to play whatever you want. And you, maybe, maybe, your, maybe I'll do your a first poll. first option
1: is a David Cage game. So maybe I'll do a poll and see what, what people think. I
0: don't
1: know. Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying?
0: Oh, yeah. Streams. <laughs> um, every Sunday at 8.30, Matt streams Bloodborne. And then every Tuesday at 9pm, I stream an indie game. Although I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep getting away with that because I'm having too much fun doing it. Which apparently is not the point. Yeah. Especially
2: uh, that incredible indie game from last Tuesday, Forza Horizon 4.
0: Yeah, that was good. That was, <laughs> look, it was it was a. The, I did the little wheel thing, I was the Wheel of say, Fortune.
2: That's been the best indie game you've played in ages. That, that, <laughs> that weird spinning wheel, which game will I play? I was loving
0: that when you got that out. Yeah, and to be fair, I didn't actually play Forza Horizon 4 because it turns out if I'm streaming at the same time, it doesn't really work. No. Um, like it couldn't get past the loading screen. Even the cutscenes were choppy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Um, so yeah, that that was a bit of a non-starter. Yeah, but if you want to support us, um, you can subscribe to us on Twitch. um, But also, if you have Amazon Prime, if you're like me and you sort of, you know, slag off capitalism all the time, but you still have an Amazon Prime account, you also have (laughs) Twitch Prime, um, which means you can give us a free sub. I mean, you could give it to someone else if you wanted. But there's no one better than us, so don't do that. give it to us, and it costs you absolutely nothing and gives us a bit of cash, which we really appreciate it. it. does actually help quite a lot. Um, and yeah, and I think I've, you know I, I say every week it's like always astonishes me when people like resub because you have to resub every month, which is a pain in the ass, but people actually do it and like have been doing it for a long time. and yeah like 19 yeah,
2: or 20 months, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: and it's always really nice to see. so uh, yeah, really appreciate it.
2: Um, right, uh, feedback. I guess. Just getting the feedback at uh, at wrecked Reese uh, starts off. I love it when James starts to go into detail on China. Some great little stories and factoids in the last episode. I feel like I am getting some free knowledge with my video game waffle, and he seems to get genuinely passionate about what he talks about. Don't stop. I just wanted to put that in there. Like James, do you think you are the most passionate when you talk about China?
1: Um. It's possibly. I mean, it's it's part of my job and everything. So it's like something I've mm. studied for a long time. So it's like you get, it's easy to get into that mode because it's like you know you you're sort of you know yeah. explain it to people a lot you know like with work and everything. But I don't know I just I, it's also something that I just find genuinely fascinating all the time. It's um, yeah, every day there's a new story. Every day something weird happens. It's it's brilliant. It's uh yeah it's, it's interesting. Yeah,
2: I really want to talk to you. Uh off, uh, off the pod about the whole like Huawei five G thing, but we haven't oh. got all
1: night. Also, but, Huawei. It's Huawei. I, it's a, every sing, <laughs> It's not. It's not your fault. Every single time I hear them pronounce stuff on the BBC, I want to cry because it's Hans, just so.
2: I said Huawei, but you, no, Hannah, I said Huawei. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> well, cause most, I,
0: most people say most people say Huawei, right?
1: Yeah, they say that. Well, That's not right. Rather than yeah. Huawei.
2: Yeah. 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 I I even I saying Huawei, but whatever. Okay, it's. Uh, Let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> SMW, I used to be on Twitter. Uh, we talked about Xbox uh Digital Edition last week. Regarding the Xbox sad price, I'm pretty sure it's just Microsoft being unable to say, we know all the shops will say it less than that. If Amazon could sell the standard one for sub 200 quid, they will be able to drop 200 quid. Uh, They, they will be able to drop the 200 pound RRP of the new one too, I imagine. So yeah, because that's the, true...
1: The, that doesn't make any sense, though. Like, why bother?
2: <laughs> I, that's, I know that's that's probably what... no, no, no. Because no, no, the the RRP of like the common Xbox One S is obviously a lot more than they're currently selling it for, mm-hmm. so it would make sense that they would also have a similar reduction for the sad version, would they not?
1: But why bother? Because just... I
0: suppose like the way it works is so Microsoft set that RRP, but then obviously they've also set what they are going to charge retailers to actually buy it off Microsoft for. And then it's up to the shops if they want to lose some of their cut, I suppose. Um, so that £200 RRP, that's Microsoft assuming the shops want like a certain percentage for themselves. Yeah. And then if the shops want to reduce that, that's their problem. Um, so yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, we'll see, I guess. Maybe. Have any of you seen anything on Twitter of anyone that's
2: buy- getting excited to buy one of these things?
0: No, I've not even seen any mention
2: of it. It's as honest. popular as anthem. <laughs> we'll get on to James. Come on, James. Um, we, we, we've we got some feedback about our, our PS5 chat uh, this oh, is yeah. Jazdeep Sahota I hope I love the pronunciation your surname correctly there had a couple of clarifications about your PS5 chat in the last episode Sean's suggestion that you could just put an SSD in your PS4 and get fast storage speeds today is only partially true yes swapping an SSD will give you appreciably faster load times but it won't be a, like a night and day difference the PS4 is bandwidth limited uh, when it comes to storage devices meaning your super fast SSD will be gimped by by the console's slow SATA interface. Put that new drive on a PC and it will seem positively blazing by comparison. The other point was concerning exciting but underplayed CPU specs. On the face of it, they don't seem that interesting. PS4's 8 core CPU being replaced by another 8 core CPU, big deal, right? Well, actually, it's a massive deal. The PS4 CPU was outdated even at launch, but it's practically ancient now. We're talking roughly 2012 year mobile part that wasn't even a big step up from the PS3. It's frankly amazing what developers have been able to do with such a dinky architecture. The move to AMD Ryzen in PS5 will be a sizable leap in horsepower, jumping multiple generations of chip and providing eight full CPU cores that rely on modern PC parts. Um, and then yeah, it goes on, the bounty of computer computational power will give a console room to breathe, alleviating PS4's biggest limitation. It's essentially taking off the handbrake, allowing developers to target features that weren't possible before. It's all about simulation, packed cities with convincing AI behaviours, dynamic environments with advanced physics, next-level play animations, 8, 9, even 10-player online co-op, or even just the option for a smooth 60fps. Trust me, a modern CPU and fast storage is going to be a huge, uh, big step, big step forward from next gen games. Now, how those advanced games are made ethically is another matter, but the tech will be there. I, I, I thought that was really interesting, and I wanted to include it. But like every time we get a new generation, there was like, "Okay, finally, now this is the well, this is the generation where you know where we can do the maximum resolution and things, and that can, actually we can concentrate on the other things like amazing AI and this and that and the other, But that's not the case because. Every generation, they, they push graphics a bit further and we're still always yeah. catching up. Like, we're never free, like, brilliant. <laughs> we can do 4K60, no problem. Anyone could do it. Now we can use the rest of it for the, all the complicated stuff. I must be, like, three or four generations until so I've heard that it's all about the AI in this generation. It really is about the AI. The graphics are as good as... Well, not as good. As, people, people are saying the graphics are incredible. We can leave that, basically, to run in the background. Um, yeah, now, it's like people forget
0: that... People forget that like, yeah, so like 60 FPS um, is a good thing. And I think I think most people agree they can see the difference now. I know there used to be a lot of people like couldn't tell the difference between 30 or 60 or whatever. Um, but like, yeah, people forget that if a game isn't running at 60 frames a second, like obviously like optimization is a thing, but by and large, that's a decision that's been made. If a game's not running at 60 frames, the developers have, have just preferred to make it look better than yeah. have it run at 60 frames which is fine but yeah as you say th- this promise that like oh but next gen it's all going to be 60 frames it's like no only if the games look the same as they do now <laughs> like yeah. because there's the, the arms race for like things to look better as well as run faster looking better just wins out most of the time definitely yeah that's see, it. See, even now like loads of games
2: aren't 1080p and then there's also now loads of games which aren't f- aren't 4k they're yeah, you know something's like 900p or something crazy because they want to add extra effects and mm. yeah it's um but maybe the See, next I generation do, will be I different i do
1: remember like i mean what you said here about before the ps4 era like before that xbox one came out people moaning about the stuff that was in those machines though and like saying that they were really mm. outdated before they came out i remember that because that and that, that yeah, was... oh,
0: no, no, I'm, I'm totally sure that that's valid and the, yeah the stuff about the ssd is interesting as well mm. um so yeah, Cause no, that, I, I, like I'm, I'll always be curious, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was, you know, all, there you know, was yeah, all that thing, wasn't there, it. Like
1: where they said, you know, it is like just like mobile hardware or whatever they put in, you know, like um, you know laptop hardware or whatever they put in, like these boxes. Mm. And then yeah. that was the thing with Connect, wasn't it? Where they were like, and Microsoft have hobbled that even further by including Connect, which is like yeah. taking up even more power off of these. So yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, I can't wait to see what it's going to be like. But even if like this, this hardware is in line with modern PCs again, they, they'll come out in, like in eighteen months or whatever it is. So it will already be you know a little bit older at that point. And then you know two to four years until maybe like the next big naughty Dog game and this that, and the other. And it was, it's still going to be while until we really see the potential. But it's it's exciting. It, and and as you said, like this time like, when we're comparing where we are about a new generation compares the last one where as you said mobile parts then this is quite an exciting upgrade, really. Mm. Uh, Athene Allen um, tweets in, so uh, you were mentioning about Skyrim last week, Sean, you must have done. Sean saying he didn't enjoy Skyrim as a rogue is interesting. It's mimatic within Elder Scrolls fans that Sneaky Archer is completely overpowered on Skyrim.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because I think that's why I didn't enjoy it, because I felt like, because playing it as a Sneaky Archer, I didn't really learn like how to do combat properly and my character wasn't really built for it. So my only option was to sneak around constantly and and shoot everyone with arrows in like while I was in stealth. Which yeah. just made all the dungeon like yeah, like it made everything easy. It just took fucking ages to clear a dungeon. Mm. Um so yeah, that that was my issue with it. And and as she says, as uh, someone who also bounced off Skyrim despite
2: being a huge Oblivion fan, uh, she's gone back to it on Switch and got right into it. Perfect console for that game.
0: I can see that to be fair, I, I yeah I, I didn't enjoy Skyrim as much as Oblivion, um, but yeah I can totally imagine having a handheld. I really want to Skyrim on
2: PSVR. Have you got that, James?
1: I did have, and it was very impressive. But then also it did make me feel a bit sick. Um, yeah, oh, really. The, the move, yeah, the how's movement. it handle? A bit sick. Yeah, I was going to say, does it handle movement? Well, you can either do teleporting, um, right. which yeah. I I just find I don't like that because it just feels like you're not really um, sort of yeah. I've never been that. It just really takes you out of the experience. Yeah, but then also it does have, you can use stick for movement as well. And I remember like seeing how I, how I could handle that by switching on, cause you can, you know, you can do it so that you turn by increments, like a certain amount yeah. each time. And that yeah, yeah. makes it less making you feel like you're going to be sick. But you can also switch that off and just have it so it moves with smooth movement. And mm-hmm. I, I remember playing for about an hour doing that and feeling intensely ill like afterwards. <laughs> it was, um, it wasn't that great. Yeah, yeah,
2: that, it, it's so it's so funny how this like a slight change of control system can totally screw you up. Because when I was playing Firepoint with like the gun, I, what you know, after like an hour or two, I can then have like full, three hundred and sixty movement. So it's basically like I was playing like an FPS. I was circle strafing, and it was it was amazing. Maybe it was because I had that phys- the physical thing was like grounding me or whatever. But mm. other games, I've turned my head one way, moved the other way, and like, my whole body just felt like Ugh! not good, not good at all. Mm. Um, uh James Carter at Cardcomma J, uh he actually had a second hand stream growing up, no Sky TV though. I'm not sure where that places him. In uh,
0: I mean that's okay. I think that's just like upper working
2: class, maybe. Second hand stream, yeah. I mean, I I, I I've told you uh, we've got one at work. So again. Have you? again I mean, if if this was the nineties, I'd be like, oh my god, work is <laughs> work so rich, they've got a SodaStream. stream. <laughs> that's like all my work is. Yeah. Um uh Oh yeah. So l- last week, I think I think, uh, or maybe the week before, we were mentioning or you might be mentioning, Sean, about uh, playing like Xbox games on PC and wondering where you can find which ones you've got. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Diamond yeah. Get tweeting. Uh, it's not easy to find because it's a Windows Ten Store, but you can view a list of everything your Microsoft account has purchased and whether you can play it or not on the PC. So it's yeah, all okay, but, but does that does include?
1: Yeah. What you know, about Game Pass though? Well,
2: like, yeah, yeah, that... yeah. But they've always said Game Pass is gonna is not properly on PC
0: and it will be coming in the next few months. They've already okay. said that. So if I go on my library... Oh, yeah, Xbox. Hang on. Oh, right. Yeah, no, that doesn't help at all. So it's got an me, Xbox Game Pass bit, but it just lists everything. Oh, no, I see. And then it's got an install button for the stuff that you can play on PC. All right, fine. Damn yeah, that, that works. Oh, I can play Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Ooh, nice. <laughs> and o- Operantia, the Stolen Son. What's that? I've no... Hang on, isn't that <laughs> a recent one?
2: I've no idea. No, okay, I'm saying, I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> can, you can also play Minesweeper and Solitaire. I imagine. Hey, got uh, Spider Solitaire. Can't wait. Well, it's PC. Must do, right? Must do. <laughs> must do. Anyway, that's it for, uh, for follow up and feedback. If you want to leave us any feedback yourself, it's at computer game on Twitter, or you can email uh, podcast at the computer game dot dot com. That's the one.
0: <laughs> um, right. So, James, as I've mentioned, I'm quite ill. um you familiar with uh, in the night garden? Yeah, yeah. Are, are, do your kids still watch it? They're a bit old now. Yeah, not anymore. No, my daughter used yeah. to be terrified of it, though. It's um. Well, it's which... a pretty terrifying show, isn't it? Because yeah. it's essentially about Iggle Piggle, the sailor in his boat, basically yeah. accepting death. Yeah, and then it's like, and then he, you know, he lies down in his boat. Um, you know, turns the light off. I oh, don't know likes the yeah sorry no, he likes the light like, takes the sail down that's it. So yeah. he's just dr- drifting around with no navigational equipment and then basically the entire episode of you know him frolicking around in the night garden is just him having a mad fever dream while he dies in his boat.
1: Yeah. She used to cry every single time at the title sequence.
0: Yeah, yeah it's horrible. Um so what I want is as I say quite ill so I want to feel like I'm dying in a boat with no navigational aids or method of propulsion. And the news is this beautiful dream that I'm having as I drift
1: off. Okay, so I'm going to provide you with a beautiful dream. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, Microsoft are excluding Minecraft creator from anniversary event um, over comments <laughs> and opinions. <laughs> Good <laughs> comments and opinions. That's it. <laughs> so this this came uh, this this happened just before we were about to record. I just I just Breaking saw this, news. Um, so they're having, like, Microsoft are having their 10th anniversary celebrations, you know, for for Minecraft, and they're not inviting, like, Notch uh, to these, um, because they said um, that his comments and opinions were too toxic for him to be associated. So that's that. He's uh, he's yep. he's not going to be there.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, um, yeah, do you yeah, think that's, that's what happens fair? when you're a... Yeah, he's a hateful bigot. Yeah. He's fucking awful. Like... <laughs> not like you know i used to i think i've said this before but like in the early days he'd he'd make the occasional like slightly insensitive comment and it was easy to sort of write off as like well you know what like if any of us had that much exposure we'd probably embarrass ourselves occasionally and then he he just went like into like full turbo like he's just yeah just saying horrible things all the time um it's just deeply unpleasant like it's not, you know, it's not a. Ah, he just has different political opinions. Like, no, he's just horrible. <laughs> he's just a yeah. horrible man. Um. So yeah. yeah his him. views are definitely big to it. i it I'm. I'm. No, you're defending. I was just.
2: I. I. I just. I don't really have an opinion either one, whenever. But I'm just trying to think. Like,
0: I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think he's banned. I think he's just not invited. Is that? Can he still? Yeah. Can so he know. still
2: turn up? He should definitely turn <laughs> up then. <laughs> 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 Or yeah. He should go like in cosplay, like dressed as like a what I call like a creeper, um, and then yeah, and then just towards the end like oh, it's me. Check out this whole big interview I've got. <laughs> okay, Matt.
1: Um, okay, what? so <laughs> 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 what's wrong with that? Just, just don't know where that was going. Um, that was like one of uh, Sean's news stories, but with less focus. It was yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> anyway. Uh, next story, uh, Days Gone is the biggest physical release of the year so far. So it's had the biggest physical launch of the sales in the UK, and it beat Resident Evil 2, uh, Far Cry, and The Division 2, but the numbers are still way below uh, God of War and Spider-Man, so that's great, I guess. I mean, I mean, this is interesting because obviously the reviews for this came out and it's not great, right? Yeah. It's well, like sort of sixes they, across the board. It's mostly been, yeah, it's been sort of like this is just really average and has is just, you know, lots of bugs and all that kind of thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I guess we'll talk about it more later, but yeah, but basically it's it's not a bad game, it's just unremarkable, basically. It's just it's it's crackdown three, basically, is what it is. I mean it's it's the same sort of thing, you know, where it's like it's come out and everyone's like, it's all right. Um, but it's not like amazing or anything. But unfortunately, this isn't on Game Pass. If it was on Game Pass, everyone would be saying that this is a this is great, this is so this is so good, and all that kind of thing, and then never. Well, this is because this is what interests me
0: is like so obviously it's a single player game. It's you know okay going by the reviews. So obviously the fact that this is you know we're only measuring physical sales here, not digital ones. Do you not know think yeah. maybe this is skewed significantly by people just being like, well, I'll have a punt on it. Definitely spend spend the weekend on it and then trade it in. Yeah, I mean, it,
2: it, it, it's no like surprise, like, uh, online game Division 2 selling, you know, uh, well, yeah, so, yeah, this primarily offline game uh, mm. selling way more physically than, like, digital online game Division 2, like, obviously a lot yep. of people give buying that digitally because they weren't there on a the dashboard ready to mm-hmm. go about having to, like, put the disc in, mm-hmm. and yeah, like, this could be, like, a, a lot of people might well, I may, may, may have hoped that they could just like smash this on a weekend and sell it, but apparently it's like mm. a 60-hour game. Uh, so they're not going to yeah. be doing that. Uh, I, I mean, the yeah. fact it's going to come under like God of War and Spider-Man, I'm not surprised because they were like two of the biggest sellers of the year, uh, mm. or, or maybe of all time on PS4. So no surprise there. Um,
0: mm. But it's not so surprising it sold more than um, Resident Evil 2. I was going to say, it surprised me that it sold more than Mortal Kombat 11 because that usually does pretty fucking yeah. well. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, more than Mortal Kombat, more than Far Cry New Dawn. I feel like that sort of came and went. Um, mm. but, but but Resident Evil Two, you know, like that that that's a that's a primarily single player game that did crazy sales uh, as far as I'm aware and got amazing review
1: scores. And so mm. uh, this is it's crazy that it be, it be that. But but isn't it maybe... also because there isn't much coming out at the moment, is there? Really, it's it has been. It's kind of for me at the moment. It feels quite quiet. Like there's not anything. Like, really matter. I mean, we had Sekiro before, and then there hasn't really been anything since then that's like been a big deal. I mean, there's
0: tons of like, if you go near any branch of game, there's like tons of promotional stuff out for days gone. It was the same as with like Anthem, and you sort of walk past the shop, and it's like, yeah, do you know what? If I, you know, didn't listen to people who knew what they were talking about, I would be quite easily convinced that this game's going to be fucking brilliant. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, when you just think like, well, why would they spend all that money on marketing it if it was shit? Um, yeah, well I guess I need just already had the <laughs>
2: marketing and stuff ready to go and like, well, it's we might as well just put it out there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean it's it's um yeah, like the, the views were middling and and now it's done this. So I wonder what that means for a potential sequel or anything else. I mean
0: Yeah, I mean do you see I think it was that um hard drive news place did a thing that was like, Oh yeah, September's uh, PS plus game announced.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, um, uh,
2: but you know, I mean, UK charts, i never know what to believe with those things anymore because, yeah, obviously GTA is there permanently, and other games which you think are so well don't hit it. And it's just, also, I'd love to know what it actually takes to get to number one. Obviously, this is quite a competitive week with Mortal Kombat 11, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I love I'm not on a week without like another big title, I bet it wouldn't take an awful lot just to get to number one, but. Yeah. Mm, probably uh, well right. but yeah, done. when you consider gone, the numbers
0: like three and four of FIFA nineteen and Red Dead 2. Um, yeah. Not that those don't deserve to be there, but they're not new. No. Um, and then number six, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I imagine there's there's not a lot in it
1: beyond one and two. Um so yeah. Nice one. Okay. Speaking I mean, speaking of games that are yeah, struggling to find a way. Um, here we go just say just, shit just say games that are shit James okay Bioware are delaying Anthem features um, if, if so you've that's... got
2: Anthem uh, being slagged off a news story on your bean card <laughs> take now or drink how now
1: this, <laughs> how is this slagging it off Matt this is just no, no, telling I... the truth about what's happened with this game I mean we've got here so Bioware are delaying their in inverted commas roadmap for Anthem including this like you know they did this cataclysm event thing which is supposed to be their end-game stuff, yeah. and they're delaying all of that. And instead, they said they're going to focus on fixing bugs. So these are the features that have been delayed. So guilds, leaderboards, mastery system and legendary missions and a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm really surprised that it didn't launch with stuff like leaderboards and guilds and stuff, because I thought that would be like the whole point of this sort of game, right? Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? I mean, like, let, let's be clear here. Like,
0: okay... None of us really liked Anthem, so and you know we we sort of give it a bit of a kicking every week, which is maybe a little bit mean spirited, but to be clear, like this is so shit for the few people who are actually really enjoying yeah. it, like because they've been waiting for this stuff and the fact that they've just gone, oh yeah, uh, nah, not yet. <laughs> like the the original roadmap's just out the window now, um, which you know suggests well I mean it depends what this means doesn't it right it could mean that actually they've just absolutely shat it and they think the game's got no future or Mm. they are properly going back to the drawing board and I hope it's it's the latter um Uh, like this could be what the game needs
2: I would imagine it's the Um, latter. I mean like all their you know plans and this roadmap and stuff with like what all the stuff one like the sales and the betas and then like the all the like reports and stuff but unhappiness at the studio they must just be like what even is this game? None of us, none of us even know or any vision that anyone might have had has just been all the confidence knocked out of sales. It mm-hmm. must be terrible at the studio at the moment. And now they're like, let's just delay this. There's no point in putting out more stuff which might be buggy or not good enough and people rip into us a bit more. That's almost like, take a step back start again so it be interesting to see what does come out when it does because mm. it feels what? like they've got like they've really got to start again which is crazy considering they've worked in this game had crazy crunch for so long and now like game's out oh it's been ripped apart every element of this game and the has been ripped apart let's mm. have to start again it must be terrible to have to put some of this stuff out now with and no which, and which
0: is really unfair as well because obviously you know 99% of the people who work there this isn't their fault like no, yeah, it, no. it's been it's been pretty clear that this is just a leadership problem like so many people worked really fucking hard on this and in in a lot of ways it shows mm. um it's just yeah just a fucking shame
1: i'll tell you what i reckon that this game will not exist like within like a year, like I think I don't think it's going to be around. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like but, but, but
2: but but define exist. I mean, surely, sure, like the, the end game, when you say it's not going to exist, that what you mean is they're going to turn servers off. And when games are shit, that can take like three years. So, nothing this game is not going to be dead in a year, it'll it no, still be Matt, rolling it depends on but on no, what
1: sort of user base they've got. If if they've got, loads but those of bit, people will we'll never it. know
2: that. Well, they, they'll never say our, uh, our, our play our game play numbers are zero, like. So it won't be. Dead no, in but the they year. they
1: may just eventually just slowly quietly close it, and that'll be it. And I I I think we're going to hear less and less and less about this game as it goes on. I don't. I think it's just going to fade away. But that's really, really going to affect your news section, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talk it's about. A, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. I'm sure EA will mess up in some other way. Uh, I mean, got... I mean,
0: as I say, like it's a very specific example, but Final Fantasy 14 was really shit and it completely tanked and they literally did an in-game event where it was like an actual world-ending apocalypse happened and then they closed the game down and then worked on it for like a year or two and then relaunched it. And like that's like a canon in-game story event that happened like oh yeah Yeah. the apocalypse happened and now it's back so stranger things have happened you know No, but there's a big
1: difference with that though isn't it because that's final fantasy which already had a massive buy-in of final fantasy fans true yeah that's always like thousands and thousands of them whereas this there is no buy-in like to begin with of like people that are going to want to like do it so i don't know i'd I'd be very interested to see how many people are still actually playing this game because i bet it's not a huge number
2: yeah. yeah, I doubt that was a huge number, but there's no way this thing is getting killed within a year. No way. I mean, we'll, see. G- we'll see. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I guess we can look at other things like Rainbow Six and that had like a really, you know, tough, like first 12 months. So, other games, mm-hmm. I'd like, say Sea of Thieves, you know, uh, but it's just a case of whether EA are actually going to want to stick with it, like Ubisoft do. Um, I mean,
0: that, yeah, this is it. Like you say, so all the Ubisoft examples and Sea of Thieves, et cetera, like if EA. Do kill it. That just shows how phenomenally blinkered they are. Like they're not seeing that actually it does work if you stick with these things and try yeah. and fix I them. I mean, our like, destiny it does pay off. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Years of rebuilding um, and it doesn't end. You know, yeah. it's constantly uh,
1: rebuilding. Again, it's the it's the publisher though, isn't it? As to whether they have the same power and like EA don't ever seem to show that they do have that. I mean, if they they've got like Apex Legends making load of money or whatever, you know, they're just thinking why are we putting money into this when it's like not yeah, it's not going anywhere. Maybe I don't yeah, know. We'll see. But I mean, there's also I mean, it, there's also the question always of like you know, is bioware going to survive? You know, like into mm. the you know, uh, with all this, you know, it's if there's if there's been all these like the other stuff about the crunch and people that are like, unhappy with that. It's um yeah, it's terrible. The whole thing is just yeah, it's really terrible. I mean What, what yeah. I can see is actually you know, a bioware will
2: will do a bungee and they'll sort of buy themselves out and go independent. Really. Yeah, I can, I can. I can. I can see if it, I. Don't, I can't see that like Bioware getting shut down. Yeah, they've but got too, too the much thing is with that
1: is that I mean, Bungie did that because they were like Destiny has been generally a success, right? Like, yeah, in, you know, generally it's been and it's made the money and all that kind of thing. They're in a position to be able to do that. Bioware don't seem to be in that position at the moment. You know, they've had two like not that great games come out <laughs> and everything and. Yeah, I like, but, yeah, but we don't know how
2: much of that is like, you may be like pushing from EA. We don't know if that's all decisions made by them. We're, we don't know. Like, obviously, yeah, BioWare really have had an incredible history and done some amazing games. The last couple haven't been so good. Maybe that's pressures elsewhere in, in being as being part of EA. Maybe it isn't. Who knows? But I, I, I would say like, I would, I'm much... I'm much more confident that we'll see Bioware saying that they're buying themselves out of EA or they're splitting off no, or but'
1: Then just is, getting killed. there's no way that will happen. This, I, I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I would, I, I would have a bet with you, like for real money, that that would never happen <laughs> because it's, it's just, it just won't. Like EA don't allow that sort of thing to happen. They kill companies. That's what they do. They 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 shut them down if they don't want them anymore. They don't like just let them like you know escape. It's you know, I don't know. I, I just I just don't I just don't think that's ever gonna happen, but you know, we'll see. Anyway, um so we've got that. Then the next thing we've got is we're going back again to the Epic Game Store because we've talked enough about that obviously. But <laughs> apparently what's happening now is that Tim Sweeney has been tweeting about the Epic Game Store and saying that he would stop like buying exclusives on one condition, and that's if Steam changes its revenue share to eighty eight percent for developers. And with no, and then he said with no strings. And what Mm -hmm. he means by no strings is that they'd have to also allow for like interoperability between the different stores. Mm -hmm. So you know, like if you you buy stuff on one store, it'll work on the other one as well. You know, messaging will work between them and all that kind of thing. And he even said that Epic will put their own games on the Steam Store if this happened. Like, and uh, you know that they'd sort of not abandon the Epic Games Store, but they'd um, yeah they'd sort of play with with the others as well. And I mean, do you want to hear the quote? Because it's Quite yeah, interesting. Yeah. Is it, such a move will be a glorious moment in the history of PC gaming, and would have a sweeping impact on other platforms for generations to come. I mean, that, that's some incredible hyperbole. It though, is. But, that's you know. then,
0: yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, if this did happen, that would be good because you know, as, as we've talked about, the you know, the nature of the the competition stuff hasn't been. It's not been too consumer friendly, whereas this like yeah, if if this did happen and it's like, look everyone, every store's getting the same deal, all developers are getting the same deal on every store, like just completely flatten it, and then it is purely like, well, which shop do you like the best <laughs> like which which one do you get the best experience from and that's when you would get some meaningful competition between them in that you know they just try to offer a better experience rather than just like stealing games off each other <laughs> so. Yeah, it'll be really interesting I mean but... he's
2: putting us out there knowing full well that Epic only look good by saying look we're, we're, we're holding a hand out you know we want to do this now it's uh, you know Steam, yeah, aren't, it's... Steam aren't playing ball because we're saying we'll do this you know we're it's trying to make a bet a... for developers for consumers yeah, look at Steam in the corner just not playing ball
0: yeah. that's why we're doing yeah. Yeah? it yeah it's probably a, a bluff but um but it's an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I
2: can't, I can't see Steam doing it. I mean, I mean, Steam aren't going to make any changes until it's actually properly hitting, you know, hurting their, hurting them in the back pocket, and it probably isn't right now. Um, if if anything, any sort of any mention of it, any exclusive, if you read any comments on a YouTube video or wherever, they're mm-hmm. all like anti-Epic. Um, yeah. And until like that tide turns and actually proving actually it's Steam who are you know aren't doing what we want, then maybe there'll be a change. But until then, like Steam aren't
1: aren't going to make any changes. I wouldn't see. Do, mm-hmm. do you think this is also because, like Epic, like the, as far as I understand, I mean, I've never used it, but it doesn't have the same sort of functionality as the Seamsaw. Like, Oh yeah, it's massively dras- it drastically like
2: lacking in features compared to Steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <sighs> okay. Interesting. Next one is that Respawn have delayed Titanfall uh, plans. Um, so apparently, they were going to, there was going to be another Titanfall project for the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And that it wasn't going to be Titanfall three, um, but it right. was going to be something in the Titanfall universe. But that has now been put completely on hold because they want to focus solely on Apex Legends, but also uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Knights, you know, the, the Fallen Order. Yeah, and I mean the other major thing though is that they've also said that they, with A- with Apex Legends, they want to focus on. Uh, sort of seasonal updates rather than putting content out like constantly mm-hmm. as Epic have done with Fortnite and they've said that the reason for this is because they want to avoid the crunch so the, you know there was that story that came out it was last week wasn't it that was about at Epic how it's kind of insane now yeah. because yeah. they're just constantly in crunch because yeah. I mean that, that's that got to be one of a uh, really negative consequence potentially of the live services thing yeah? where you've got like if they're just constantly having to churn out new content all the time, definitely, yeah. But I, then and it's making so much... much rewritten the
2: rulebook in terms of what a live service game is and can do. It's constantly changing, constantly bringing you know giving new things. It's seasons are like six to eight weeks long, and there's always new new stuff coming. So they've changed the game and made it a totally new thing. But with that comes.
1: What yeah, price? But surely, yeah, like,
0: like, yeah, the the money they're making on it, though, there must be ways to alleviate this. Like, it, I know it's not always <laughs> as simple as just hiring a shitload of people, um, but I just I don't know. I feel like I
1: feel like there must be a way of resolving it. You see, also, I mean, the other thing that's interesting about this that from this article where it was talking about how. They've said that the like Apex Legends approach, although maybe this looks like it's like more ethical, this kind of thing, which is probably you know which is better, but it has had an impact. Some people have said on on the game. Because, you know, that the number of people playing the game has, like, dropped, like, quite massively. Yeah. it It's, like, because... So, currently, it's 14th on Twitch, and it's down to, like, 20,000 viewers on average. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, 357,000, like, in February. Right. And now yeah. it's, like... I mean, that's quite a massive, uh, massive kind of drop.
2: Yeah, and a lot of the big streamers are basically, like, shrouding stuff, basically saying that there's not enough updates and things take too long and again like with Fortnite you know there are updates all the time we, you know every week there's something new like a Nerve or Buff or whatever or new yeah. content new skins these you know Apex Legends might be doing it a little bit differently maybe as you say a bit more ethically uh, uh, Ethically, but it's just um I don't know <laughs> if people want changes that is arguably what it might need to survive or do really well but there that's, comes a the cost colleges, like, isn't
1: it? it it's like yeah it's like at the cost of like I mean, eventually, surely, this is just going to burn burn them out. Like if they if they're just constantly creating new stuff like this. But if you, if they could employ more people
2: to cover that, rather than yeah, but
0: they're already know. choosing not to. Yeah. yeah. So that's a business
1: decision that's been made. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, you've you've also got the same situation because one of the other stories here was that there's been like former developers have been talking about severe crunch at uh, at NetherRealm. You know, mm-hmm. who are making like the Mortal Kombat stuff. So they, I mean. They said, I mean, they got these like former employees and also contract workers who said they were on like 80 to 100 hour weeks. And hell. I mean, that's insane. Yep. And uh, this happened like during Mortal Kombat like, 9, 10, and also the Injustice like fighting games. And they said a lot, most people were working like, well, the people they talked to were working like 10 a.m. until like midnight most days mm-hmm. and uh, like doing 90 to 100 hour weeks. I mean, this. They need. There does need to be unionisation, doesn't there? Like this is. The like, only it's just. Is it's get not fixed. sustainable.
0: It can't yeah. be like, like sure. I mean, I know like video games do very well out of the fact that like people really love them growing up and then really want to get into game development to the point that they will put up with exactly, shitty pay yeah. conditions and stuff. But surely, like the stink around it is just going to be, it's just going to get too hard to ignore after a yeah, while.
2: The, the trouble is, someone might say, I'm not going to do that. And there's always someone waiting. Yeah, there's always to someone else to who is their place. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you know, like people do exist who genuinely thrive on crunch. Like that. that is a thing. But by and large, it's just not good for anyone. You don't get the best work out of people by making them work stupid hours. It's just not like it's, it's counterproductive. Yeah, it's yeah. not um, sustainable at all. But there's, yeah. there's
1: also the pressure, though, that this puts on people because there's always this argument where people say it's you know it's okay, it's people's choice to do this. Mm. But in many cases, it's not really because no. you're always worried somebody else is going to take your job, or you know if you take time off, it will cause problems. I mean, I don't want to get back into China again, but there's like a big <laughs> thing going on with this at the moment there, where you've mm-hmm. got like these massive companies like Alibaba and like Jack Ma, who was like running this. He's like the guy who like runs Alibaba, which is like one of the it's a huge uh, huge company mm. and they he's promoted this idea of what they call like nine nine six and it's like basically it means you work nine to nine every day for six days a week and right. that this is like the ideal worker you know should be working like this and it's like that's that's insane and yeah. uh, like you know don't don't take any time off if you take any time off then we don't need you anymore you know things like that it's um yeah it's 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 terrible
0: because I, like i I used to get it um when I used to work in a restaurant and then moved up to like doing admin stuff but like for the same company in the same building and like so then I would go from doing like restaurant shit like it was a restaurant that was only open during the day but still like you know um weird shifts and stuff and like and then when I was in the office I'd only work eight till four every day and every time I would come down to leave the building at four o'clock every day even though like I'd done a full day's work all the people who are actually working in the restaurant were like rolling their eyes like oh you oh you're off for the day are you because i wasn't being like ah shit like everyone everyone else is still working i should probably carry on because then they can all get home a bit earlier there was like this this weird pressure and when you and like and you think like yeah it would be totally easy to just be like well it's five o'clock i should go home but everyone else is still working really hard like Mm. am i a dick if i go now yeah (laughs) it'd be so easy to fall into that yeah, I've had that loads of work in the agencies.
2: I mean, definitely not mm. my my current place, but previous places I've worked, I've, I, I did like, there's a six week period where I basically was starting to work at like four in the morning um, mm-hmm. and like finishing up at seven o'clock at night. I was working weekends, but that was only like six weeks and that yeah. fucked me up for ages. So I can't mm-hmm. imagine having to, having to do it. And I, I wasn't doing it with a gun pointed to my head, it just needed to be done. Yeah. Um, but. I can't imagine doing that for, like, months and months on end and years years on end. Um, Yeah, and, like, there's so much
0: research that, like, because, you know, most research is now saying that actually a four-day week is probably better for you and doesn't really cost you much in terms of productivity, like, because actually most people struggle to focus for 40 hours a week. Like, (laughs) so, yeah, so doing those extra hours rarely gets you, like, better work anyway.
1: It's just, yeah, bizarre.
2: Yeah, it's but I mean, crunch is just part of the video games industry. Like, you obviously, you see those these articles about crunch, and you know, people might be shocked. But mm-hmm. people are saying, "Wow, it's like look, there's a big trend around Crunch at the moment no, like crunch is always been part of it. And with his live service games, it's just getting worse. Um, yeah, does many it different to be. like crave you know, industries. I think that's just the nature of these sort of industries. You know, it's just really it seems really really rather bad in video games. But
1: in terms well, no, of if, others, I think I think it's particularly bad. Maybe I mean I don't know because I don't know about any other industries or video games either. Uh, <laughs> but I had Im- I'd imagine that in I mean in other industries you do have like unions and stuff as well, which yeah. you know British protect workers from stuff like this, you know. And it's that the fact that they don't exist, they- there needs to be something done about that because it's it's ridiculous. There yeah, needs to be crazy. some sort of like creative yeah some to try and deal with this. Um, okay, uh, next story. I mean I've got okay I've got two. Uh, quick ones. I've got Persona 5 S S is coming out. This is the one that people talked about, where people thought this was going to be just like a Switch version of Persona yeah, Five. Yeah, the S down to Switch, doesn't it? It's obvious. Yeah, it turns out <laughs> it doesn't. Um, instead, it's a Warriors game uh, from uh, techmo uh, Tecmo instead. And uh, yeah, so it's another one of those. You know, like similar to the Zelda one that came out. And there was also wasn't there also ah. Uh, oh, What's the? uh oh, the that game Fire Emblem? That's it. Yeah, there's a Fire Emblem one like recently. So it's another one of those, but with Persona mm-hmm. characters. I've no interest in this. You, you sure. thought I, mean, you I sure? was
0: going to say this is probably the first
1: Persona game I'm
0: actually interested in. So. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean it's, I never got the Fire Emblem one. I probably should. I, I really like the Warriors games, um, but I, I mean, I've no investment in Persona, so probably won't do much for me to be honest.
2: Are you not interested yeah. at
0: all, James, given that you, know, you love the previous games and cool
2: characters and the well, music? No, I mean... I,
1: I, well, that's the thing, but I like I like the, the RPG aspects and all that kind of thing and the dialogue and everything. I'm not really interested in the fighting stuff really so much. Yeah. that's That was always like a sideshow to the, the main stuff. Yeah. So no, I don't really care, but there it's you go. There's also going to be a new um, Persona 5, isn't there, as well? Yeah, there's a new one of those coming which has got some like, got extra stuff. got a new semester stuff. and extra stuff. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to... See, I, I haven't read about it yet but i didn't know if it was like a whole new thing where you had to play through the entire game again or whatever to get to the new content no i mm-hmm. think it, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like persona or- Four
2: golden in that it's like ex- just extra stuff really but it's coming out in end of this year in japan and mm-hmm. like late 20 or 2020 in in oh. the rest of the world so we're like ages away from coming out over here um
1: yeah but still no switch version mm-hmm Okay, and the last of these is that Mario Kart Tour uh, closed beta is coming next month for Android. Um, well, for Android so in is, the US, it's like... Yeah, it's, a double it's the 7th up. of May and it's a closed beta and like you'll get people who are going to be chosen randomly and apparently it's coming out in the summer. What do you think, Sean? Would you be interested in trying this? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've signed up for the beta. I've mm-hmm. oh, really? um, heard it's
0: US only, so that's not, is that not the case? I don't know. It let me sign up. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh Yeah, I have no idea. I was definitely signed in with my Nintendo account, which knows where I'm from. So, sweet. Yeah, yeah
2: I'm interested to see what it's like. I've no interest in playing it because I've got it on Switch. But who knows if it's a great Mario Kart game? Maybe it will be worth getting on mobile. Yeah.
0: Have
2: Wait, you seen any look, screenshots yet?
1: No, I don't think it released any. It hasn't I think. been any, has it? Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it was supposed to come out at the end of March, but then it got pushed back to summer. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. Mm. Okay, and then finally, the last thing I've got here is I've got a, sort of the new console rumor roundup stuff. <laughs> this is this the is a bit. Of, There was a couple <laughs> of things that happened. So, first of all, Bloomberg had like rumors that it was going to be a cheaper switch coming in June with a what they called a modest upgrade later, like in the year. Mm-hmm. So, this was supposed to come in June, and there was no price point stated at all, and. This modest upgrade, they said it wasn't going to be anything that was like significantly more powerful than we've got like at the moment. Right. And a lot of sites started to speculate that this was going to be like shown at E3, but then later on, Nintendo came out and said, "No, we've got no plans to to show any of this. Like this, that we obviously they are working on new hardware all the time, but we're we're not revealing what it is or anything. And it definitely won't get revealed in in June. So mm-hmm. that was that. And, but it doesn't in- say much. They could do it
2: before or after.
1: They could do, yeah. Not, it's, not saying, yeah, I mean, like, with no plans to announce it, but it could be announced before. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just thought, like, a, a cheaper Switch or whatever, it's, it's, you know, it makes a lot of sense at this stage, especially with, like, the 3DS really slowing down now in yeah. terms of, like, there's not much coming out. I mean, I was saying to Chen the other day, I was like, you know, if, if, it, if their one came out and it was for, like, not ridiculously expensive, then i consider getting one for Asher, just yeah. so that I don't have to give in the... My one all the time. <laughs> how, how, how much would you say is not ridiculously expensive? You think two hundred quid? I no, I'd say sub one of one hundred fifty is Ooh, what I'd want to pay. Good luck. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to pay like. There's no way I'd want to pay like two hundred quid or whatever for it because yeah, I'd, I'd be thinking about how does this fit in with with 3ds and where that's been and that yeah. you can get one of those for like hundred quid or whatever and. When they first came out, they were around sort of like 130 or whatever. So I think 150 would be fine, but it, obviously, I'm. It's not going to be that, is it? Because the Switch currently like is what 200.
2: 350, isn't
1: it? No, it's not that much. It no, too, it was it uh,
0: 280 at launch, wasn't it? Yeah, and okay, then I think okay. it's
1: come yeah. down a little bit since. Yeah, I, I can, mean, so, yeah, so if you're doing
0: a like a dedicated handheld unit, because let's face it, that's probably what yeah. it is. Um, if I mean, if you're removing the TV functionality, if you're removing. You know the Joy Cons well, well, aren't separate I, I, they're anymore. They're
2: not going to remove the TV functionality. Surely it's just a dock they would remove from the pack, no? Maybe. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine they would, they, would, they would want like the perfect thing would pull by this, and then they paid extra like, ninety quid for a dock. So surely it will still have yeah. the USB C thing at the bottom. I it's guess so. I'm just thinking like, like how.
0: I'm just thinking, like, how could they cut costs? So if they were saying, like, look, this is just a handheld. Like, it plays the mm-hmm. same games, but you will only ever use it handheld, so the Joy-Cons aren't detachable, there's no Bluetooth, there's no, um, yeah, it doesn't wow. have to output to a TV. I'm just thinking, like, if they yeah. if they were aiming to get one for that sort of 100 to 150 price point. Do you see them doing that? Do you see them, like, properly saying, it's there is no Switch, essentially,
2: it's just, just oh, handheld? Yeah,
1: that's the problem, isn't it? Because That's as soon as you do that, massive. it's not the Switch anymore. It's not a switch. Right? Yeah, it's Switch yeah. games, but it's and not so many, it doesn't also, Switch. It's <laughs> Everything
2: in is people on the couch, maybe they're playing on the TV, maybe they're playing outside. Like to say that, oh, but not on this one, no. I mean I can see to reduce cost you know, I mean, like you cheaper, say, that. cheaper things. But.
0: We had a console, a handheld console, the whole point was it it was three D, yeah. and then they released a two D one. <laughs> and that did really well. But the
2: difference with that is uh, I that I gather a lot of people didn't really bother with the 3D element, whereas I think some people will only play us on a handheld and some people will only play us on the TV. I think it's probably mm. slightly different. Yeah, but, um, so for those
0: who only play it as a handheld, it works.
1: Yeah, and yeah, hands, head, uh, those I mean, people who exist. They release the. The other one they called it just the 2ds, didn't they? I mean, maybe this could be just the the not switch. (laughs) (laughs) The don't switch. The don't switch. (laughs) It's like oh yeah, I mean
2: again, yeah, I can see cheaper plastics, maybe not 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 being packaged with with the dock, the Joy-Con attached to the actual device itself. Um, and I could see that going for two hundred or less than two hundred quid. I mean, the, the new Pokemon games come out towards the end of the year. They're going to yeah. absolutely
0: want this thing out for then. So oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is coming be, this year, I imagine. That'd be perfect, yeah. I mean, the 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 modest upgrade one, it's <laughs> it's really interesting, like, you know, looking at the Switch now. Um, like, when it came out, everyone was like, fuck, man, this is like, this is actually really nice because we were comparing it to the Wii U, which, <laughs> let's face it, even when it came out, wasn't a particularly yeah. desirable piece of kit. Um, but, I mean... The switch, like compared to like modern tablets and stuff, the switch does feel a little bit old already. Do you not know think? It's, it's alright. S- I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely a big chunky, big chunky boy. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, so it'd be
1: interesting if the new one is like, look, the specs are the same. It's just a bit sleeker. I would just like to see like a better screen. You know, like just a a 1080p yeah, screen. Yeah, if they were like, no, nice. it plays. Yeah,
0: the games don't necessarily play any better, but it will run stuff in 1080p in handheld mode. Yeah, and, it, lo- and it looks a bit nicer. I, I, shamefully, I'd probably pay up for that. I, I was yeah, going to ask, like,
2: well, what's the good? What's the minimum that it would take? So, if I had a better, if I had a 1080p screen, that would be enough for you too, would it?
0: I mean, I I hate myself not. for saying it, but I think it might be, yeah. Just because, like, going from the phone to the... Like, the Switch is fine in isolation. Like, clearly, it, it looks nice. Um, but going between that and my phone does make the Switch look very
1: old sure, all of sure. a sudden. You should go try going between that and then Labo VR. As then... <laughs> 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 we'll I'll discuss that. later. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah no, I mean, that's that's the other
0: thing. If they really did want to push the VR stuff a bit more, a 1080p screen would be better. It still, would really help. Still yeah. not ideal, but yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm sort of happy that they did say modest upgrade. Hopefully, hopefully, whatever the modest upgrade is, is not enough to tempt me to make me think I've got to get the new one. Mm. Uh, Bluetooth audio would be nice.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, I yeah, like okay. But day one. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's <laughs> still going to be like 280 quid, then no, forget it.
1: Okay. <laughs> you The right, next bit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what, what happened, happened there. That was... Okay. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the last bit we got from here, so this is the last sort of rumor thing, is about PlayStation 5, and this is apparently now definitely not going to launch until... Like, for at least another year. So it's going to be at least 12 months, so that means the earliest now is, like, May 2020. And you can kind of understand why, because apparently they had their most profitable, like, year, like, in their company's history, like, in 2018. And they sold, like, 96.8 million, like, PS4s now. Like, not just in one year, but, you know, over the thing. it's Yeah, so they they don't seem to be any, like, massive hurry, it seems, to, uh, to yeah. sort of, you know, yeah, they're, they're, yeah Yeah, it makes, sense. it makes
2: perfect sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah
1: like um sony um and uh
2: i i know that they've they'd mostly released in, in in the fall in the autumn nintendo have released theirs that like, mostly like the first the first quarter so yeah i, I totally envision like a sort of october you know september october November 2020 launch wet day anyway but uh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, it again i i mean they're, they're saying so many ps4s that they don't need to rush this thing out at all really
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the end of the news. Cool. It's a busy uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. What have we been playing? Um, with it, yeah. I mean, I've only got one. I'll just do that now, shall I? I've only got one, and it's a game that I've been wanking on about for the last seven years. So, <laughs> Is it Destiny 2? It's No, that's not been out for seven <laughs> years, James. <laughs> <laughs> you got in
1: <injured> there, James.
0: <laughs> um, no, this is Dragon's Dogma, which is out on the Switch now. Um, I own that. haven't played it yet it's one of my like it is one of my favorite games of all time i was mildly anxious that going back i was going to be like i don't know what i really love this but i haven't got the time or you know because like like any rpgs it's a bit of a slow start um you know as, as i probably mentioned last week um like the story gets really interesting but only about halfway through um which isn't to say that, like the first half isn't worth playing, but like definitely the most interesting stuff comes in the latter half. And, uh, wait,
2: um, when you say halfway, is that like thirty yeah. hours in, fifty hours Do you in? You know, I can't remember how many
0: hours it is, but yeah, it, it's certainly uh, how... like. But is like 20 an to eighty 30. to hundred hour game? Uh, if you wanted it to be, certainly, yeah. If you really wanted to cover everything, and like, and it is like, there's a lot of like side quests that are like, you know, fucking kill 10 rats or escort this person halfway across the map or whatever find and, some
1: flowers yeah
0: but there are um, side quests that are like do actually contribute to the story quite a lot or it's not necessarily clear how they do um, initially um like you'll meet a character and they're like oh yeah this is the situation I'm in and then you're like oh, okay whatever and then later on that becomes really relevant and interesting so it is like you know it's not a game where you can sort of say like oh well you know if you haven't got time just like you know blitz through it and, and you'll have a good time i mean you will but you'll be missing out on a lot of the yeah. interesting so, it, stuff. see so you could critical path it but it would be a drastically yeah different you would be missing out yeah um so i do think it's worth doing the extra stuff but yeah I, you know but then that makes it a very long game which not everyone has got the time for um but yeah i'm just i'm properly enjoying being back on it um like it's interesting like it being on the switch and it being portable um, is cool but you can tell that like it's a seven-year-old game that wasn't necessarily designed for short play sessions oh, really? like well, you know like um like everyone said with like breath of the wild that like even though it was originally developed for the wii u it really feels like they thought about like yeah but people might be playing this like on a portable format almost as if it was designed for the switch all along um and it's like in Breath of the Wild, you can do or see something like meaningfully cool within like 10 to 15 minutes. Whereas Dragon's Dogma is a bit more drawn out. Like every time, or you know, a lot of the time when you go out on a quest, it can be like a proper like voyage. It can just be like a, a really simple quest where it's like go to this like hideout and kill these gang members. But like it can take a while, like just getting around the world. They have alleviated that somewhat in because this is the, the Dark Arisen um version of Dragon's Dogma, which is basically the the sort of re-release with the, a load of DLC added. Um, okay. And that improves the the transport, like the fast like fast travel and stuff. So in the original game you had this one item called the port crystal, which basically you could put on the ground like anywhere. Um, and then that became like a fast travel point that you could use. You now get like quite a few of those. So initially you have to do the traveling on foot. But once you've got a couple of port crystals, you can like look at the map and be like, okay, well, if I put like one here and one here and one here, like you build your own fast travel network. Um and to use those, you used to need these items called fairy stones, which like depleted, whereas now you just get an infinite one. So you can use them as many times as you want. So that helps quite a lot. But still, those initial journeys to like places you've not been before are really daunting and often really difficult as well. Like it's not always clear like what level you're supposed to be when you go into certain areas and stuff, and you can just like you know, you just be wandering through a forest, and then like a giant fucking boss just comes at you out of nowhere. And often, like if you're good enough, you can more or less deal with it, uh, which is really exciting. Um, but sometimes you are just like totally outclassed, and you have to know when to run away and, and yeah. stuff. Which like, it doesn't of- tell you.
1: Like in yeah. loading screens, it does say like. Oh, God, you- sorry So John, I mean, have you have you been playing this mostly handheld or or A uh, Bit of both, mostly handheld. I think yeah. Because I, I see, I, I bought this and yeah. I haven't really touched it much because I wanted to finish Phoenix Wright that I'm playing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I found with it in handheld mode is I did find it more difficult to see. Okay, if you what I mean? like, like the text is really tiny. Yeah, like, like it was the only thing.
0: Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, you need a you need a 1080p uh, switch,
1: mate. That's the problem. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think also also could you recommend like what class to start with? Is there is there any anything that's probably so better for you?
0: I, I really like um playing as the the strider, which is like your sort of rogue stroke ranger class, so it's like got two daggers and a bow and arrow and stuff. Um mm-hmm. because then that crosses really nicely into the magic archer, which is just so much fun. Um because you when you're the magic archer, you like you, you draw the the string on your magic bow and then you just sort of wave um you know the the reticle around and it like paints the targets and then you just like release it and then it just shoots like all these like bolts of magic out everywhere and it's fucking cool um so that works really well um it's like i mean i i never i've never played as the magic like the mage classes because i i really enjoy the melee combat in it so i feel mm-hmm. like playing as one of the mages would sort of you know because you spend a lot of time like activating a spell and then waiting five seconds for it to cast and stuff which is not hugely engaging. But then if you don't really want a fast paced action game, maybe that's a, a good a good alternative. And to be fair, the, the magic spells you get later on are absolutely obscene. You like literally
1: like pulling meteors down from space and stuff. Um <laughs> it's proper good. See, um, I because I started as like a mate, right? That's what I went for. Okay. And it's like you've got you know your your wand or whatever and he's just like firing light like, stuff and it just looks like he's just firing bubbles at people. <laughs> it just it just looks so pathetic. Like it's like going like pop pop it's not yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good yeah so uh, yeah not great um but i mean
0: there's, there's like the warrior class as well which is like you know you can do quite a bit of damage but you're mainly about tanking and so it's all like drawing enemies to you and stuff while other people do the damage so i feel like the the strider gets you the most involved um mm-hmm. and like because obviously the whole pawn system where you have these like ai assistants like I'm quite happy for, like, you know, my AI companions to sort of draw attention and cast the magic spells while I actually run around doing damage to people. Um, so that that works really well. The the coolest thing about this getting a re-release and it being on a platform um, where, like, a lot of, like, people are, who never played it before are like, oh, well, actually, if I can play it handhold, this will, you know, I'm interested now, um, means it's, like, a lot of people are playing it. And it's really nice because the, the whole pawn system... Um, which is, yeah, you have, you know, your AI companion who can be, like, hired out, like, other players can hire them to help them, and the things they learn with you cross over into their game, and the things that they learn with other people cross back into yours, um, like, to the point that, you know, if you start a quest that your companion has already done, um, like, with someone else, they'll know what to do, and they'll just tell you where to look and where to go and stuff. And it's really this really fascinating system, and it's, like, everyone's... Like, everyone started again at the same time and loads of new people are playing it. So, like, I've actually got, like, a bunch of friends who are all playing it and we're constantly swapping pawns around and helping each other out and stuff. And, like, people are tweeting at me saying how good my pawn is because he's like been helping them out. And it's just, it's great. It's really good fun. Um, Because, like, when it first, like, got unveiled like there was like a teaser trailer and I was like, Oh my God, there's a, you can see there's all companions around. It must have co-op. And then it turned out it wasn't co-op. It was just this weird sort of asynchronous system. Everyone sulked about it, but it's, it's really interesting. And the way it ties into the story later on is, is really clever as well. Um, like it just fully goes into the fact that like, Oh yeah. Like every player's game is like another unit. It's like all part of this shared universe. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's really fascinating. Um, it's 25 quid i think it is on on the switch um i would say it's well worth it if you've never checked it out um it will take a lot of time and it is quite hard um there's an easy mode which i've never tried um but like don't be afraid to use that i think if if you are struggling because you can like the autosave is is not very generous like if you spend like half an hour like trekking across the map and then die like you you'll go back to when it last like autosaved like when you last went through like a you know a, a door or whatever that was like a you know a, a gate into a town or whatever, like so you can lose a lot of progress, which is a bit shit. Um, but no, I I, yeah, I fucking love it. It's just such a weird, like a, a initially quite normal and boring, but later on incredibly weird game. Um, yeah, I was going
2: to ask you about how how I dealt with saw that sort of like save save states and if you like are you know playing a bit and stop and start again like so. so you could go for quite a while without saving or is it quite common to go through a town and trigger Uh, yeah i mean there's only
0: because there's only like one major city in the whole game and then there's like a couple of like camps sort of out in the wilderness where you can sleep for the night and, and save your game um i mean so yeah so it is quite common to go for a while without saving and there's no way to do it manually as far as i'm aware um but again, it's sort of by design. It is meant to be a little bit punishing, and it is meant to give you that sort of fear of like going out on like quite a long voyage. Because like the other thing is, it's got like a full day and night cycle, and nighttime is fucking terrifying. Like, <laughs> like it's properly dark. Like unless you've got a, a lantern, or you've got like a magic user who can cast. Um, there's like a spell that just like creates like a you know a load of of light around a given area. Like if you haven't got either of those you cannot see, and like the undeads just start coming out of the ground constantly, <laughs> um, right, yeah, but it's like once once you find like a way of dealing with it, it's proper good fun, but the first time it happens, it's fucking horrible, um so yeah, it is quite unforgiving, and so as I say, yeah, like if you think you're gonna struggle, like just stick it on easy mode by all means, but um yeah i I really love it, and I'm just glad I'm still enjoying it as much as I did back in the day and again it's just really fun like because i know the game quite well i'm just sort of plowing ahead which means anyone who like if you're friends with someone you can hire their pawn at like no cost so if you've got a friend who's like really far ahead in the game you can hire their essentially really overpowered pawn put it in your game for free (laughs) and get a relatively easy ride so it's quite nice sort of been sort of relatively at the front of that and everyone's like using my pawn and like i say sort of telling me how great he's been and stuff it's just did, it's did cool. you have did you have the equivalent when you were playing it first time round? i mean not so much because it was like people just weren't like there were loads of people playing it um but like literally they all just played like the first hour and then binned it off um <laughs> so like every time you go to this place called the rift and that's where you, you hire your pawns and like by default it like shows you or your friends' ones, and it was like, they're all, like, fucking level five. Like, piss off, I don't want to see these anymore. They're annoying me. So, like, I actually, like, removed some people from a PSN friends list because (laughs) it was just, I wasn't playing games with them online, and it was just really annoying seeing that they had all these, like, crap low-level pawns wearing rags and stuff. It's like, oh, fuck off. Um, So, yeah, so whereas this has felt, like, a lot more like people are actually really putting the effort in, 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 which I think, again, is in part, um, due to the fact that it's on the Switch, so people are playing it at their own convenience, and the fact that, and you know, and it's nice that it's a game that has this sort of online functionality. But because it's so asynchronous, it's like you can be at home, like you know, check in with your pawn and like hire some others in, and then you know, take your Switch away for the day, play on the train or the bus or whatever, and then once you come back at the end of the day, that's when it like you resync everything. So it's not like you have to be online all the time, or else it doesn't work. It just like checks in whenever you say, like, you know, whether
1: you sleep at an inn or, or whatever. Oh, so you, you don't have to. Okay, so I download like your pawn or whatever, and then I don't need to. Yeah, basically, I, yeah, to I I play it offline. Yeah,
0: so you just keep him for as long as you want, and then eventually you return him, and you can like you can give me like a gift if you want, which is like any item in your inventory. Um, I've mm-hmm. I've given people some rotten meat and a skull so far um and you can like leave like a comment on like <laughs> on the porn which can be anything from like how helpful they were to like a comment on their appearance which will be Ooh. things like has a have, like has a poised beauty and stuff like that which is a bit weird yeah i i, um, I really read the comments um
2: on <laughs> porns, but uh i'm tempted now so do you have to download a porn or can you stream the porn is it just very you good, have to Matthew. Very good. To well, apparently
0: with... the the government's bringing in new legislation, which means you have to provide. <laughs> I was <gonna> a... say. <laughs> Before that happens, I'm going to make use of your pawn uh, How Can yeah. we not? It's really high level stuff, mm.
2: mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like how it looks, obviously you played this like seven years ago. Whatever you said yeah. it was like, does it look how you remember it looking? And have you it's done like a comparison? And actually, I have done a comparison.
0: It still looks okay. Um, it's like. By and large, it's a really good port. Like performance-wise, it's absolutely fine. There is a lot of like pop in with like foliage and stuff, but I don't know if it was always that way, um, or if because obviously the last version I played before this was the PC version, which I assume was uh, souped up a little bit. Um, so I don't know, but it 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 looks pretty good. Like you know, as far certainly as far as Switch games are concerned, um, and it, it runs absolutely fine. So. Yeah, it's it doesn't look as old as it is. Certainly, I don't think it does anyway.
2: And and you think you're going to keep playing this and playing it until it's yeah, done?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was fully addicted to my time at Portia, which I do want to go back to. But like, Dragon's Dogma has just completely trounced it this week. I haven't I haven't played anything else. So uh, so yeah, it's a shame, Sean. Portia's yeah. a good game. Well, why don't you tell us about that? Because I haven't got anything else to talk about now. <laughs> Yeah, I
2: mean, I, I've um, well, I've played a fair more bit, a fair, a fair bit more of uh, *My Time Portia*. Had a really great experience in a dungeon. Have you done any of the dungeon type things yet, Sean? I have. You yeah,
0: like, just the first yeah. like set You've of done levels. The one and then?
2: We yeah. have to take that device and like build the machine. Is that it? You know, like is one of the quests. I think you might have had that Ooh. on your stream. Oh, maybe I can't remember where you had to take like the what looked like a big tube and you had to build it first and take it to like the, basically take it to that, the building on the island.
0: Oh, that's the, the Haunted Cave
2: yeah. thing. Yeah, have you done that? Yeah, I have one? done that, yeah. Yeah, and like, uh, so obviously, it works, so how Porty works is that you can, there are enemies, and if you die, you basically revert back to your previous save, and it saves when you sleep overnight. So basically, you can get a whole day, and if, for instance, you die, uh, which has happened, then you lose all your progress on that day. So anything you might build or collected or taught to people or missions you might have done, it's all lost um, and uh, I've had it before. Where I was like, "Oh, it's like ten o'clock at night, and you basically fall asleep at like three in the morning." I was like, oh, "I'll quickly go to a dungeon or go here and go there, and I've died and I've lost my entire day's progress, and it's been, it's been bad." Um, but I, I, I um, went out to this, uh, to, to this, this dungeon, and uh, there's loads of enemies, uh, loads of really easy enemies, and then comes the boss, and like. Um I was like, I was I was trying to kill his boss and he he hit me loads and it's really sort of for the combat it's not mm-hmm. like a great combat model at all. Mm-hmm. And even like trying to like heal, you've got to, like um you've got to, like keep pressing left or right on the on the on the D-pad to go to like your healing item and even that's reflexy, and like he got me down to like six percent health. I was like, "Oh my god, do not die, do not die now, Matt, <laughs> do not lose everything you've done today in this in, the, in this one day in this game." Um, and I was like, I, I was so tense. I was suddenly like because I was playing on um, on, Doctash, on 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 the TV, which is rare for me, but I was doing it, and I, I got so tense. I suddenly had like so stood up. I was like, <laughs> it wasn't just like a relaxed sitting down game experience. Was like, do not die, do not die. <laughs> And it was like a really high pressure situation, but um, I got through it. And um, it, it's really nice, to do like a different, a different sort of style of gameplay for that game. It's it's really impressive all the different things it's got, and it's also got this yeah, this weird sort of dungeon mode. Um, yeah, I, I basically put like uh, twenty plus hours in already. Uh, <laughs> I bloody love that game. It's great, uh, and, isn't it? Yeah, after hammering it like the weekend, so not this last weekend, but the weekend before for the last pot. I was like, I hammered it all weekend, and then the week, that last week, I was like, I wonder if I'm still like, into it, maybe it's just a weekend thing, but then I thought, okay, I'll play it a little bit, and then it was suddenly quite late at night, and I was like, okay, no, just, this, this game's still got it, I'm, 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 it's still got that hook, still got that really great gameplay loop that mm. keeps me coming back, and I've like, found other bounder Ruins now, and other much more complex, like, more, more difficult enemies, and I'm, I'm enjoying the combat a lot more, so yeah, I'm still playing my time at Portia. Uh, still loving it. Um, they actually put out like a blog. I think Team Seventeen did, or the dev. Did, I think it's Team Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Put out like a, did a blog post uh, earlier this week, or maybe over the weekend, saying that they've obviously heard lots of criticisms around slowness and like mm-hmm. lag in the menus, and they're promising like a really big patch in the next few weeks. I think. Oh, wicked. Said. Which cool. will fix like menu things, UI things, speed of the game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So oh, I'm excited awesome to see that. what that's like. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, Sean, If you're playing Dragon's Dogma, it might be worth waiting for the uh, for the patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, I'm still playing that. I mean, playing that. I like. I've always got on the back of my mind Stardew Valley, and I'm sort yeah. of tempted. Like, maybe I'll maybe I'll play that again soon. But <laughs> but yeah, uh, my time Porter is still bloody excellent. If mm-hmm. you uh, weren't bored by mine and sean's chat last week i i implore you to give my time go. um i um i played days gone uh i barely played i'm only like three hours in unfortunately so uh yeah. and this is apparently a big big old game I, like before um it came out before the reviews dropped in my head i thought it's i like, oh, it was like a uncharted style 25 30 hour game but people were saying it's like a 60 hour game
1: Jesus well it's an open world one isn't it so yeah. they always make those ridiculously uh, so, <laughs> like
2: that's instantly like I can't, I can't I can't, I don't want to play a 60 hour game anyway regardless obviously the reviews are out um, and people have I mean a lot of the reviews I've, I've seen and heard and read they've said, basically said that there is a great game under there and maybe like a really really excellent like 10 hour game but unfortunately it's bloated into like a 60 hour game with repetitive missions and bloated all sorts really um so yeah, I haven't heard anyone say it's bad. It's just not good, um, which is arguably worse. Who knows? But, um, <laughs> I mean, if it's a really unremarkable game, like that, that's surely that's surely even worse. And at least at least a bad game will get an emotional reaction out of you. Just saying, yeah, it's okay.
0: It's just it's yeah, worse. like a, a bad game can be fascinatingly bad, whereas yeah. just a deadly average one.
2: It's such yeah. a shame because like so many of these open world games people think oh you need 60, 80, 100 hours of gameplay and all these missions but it, yeah, if people said actually there is probably a good game on here if they'd only made it a 10 to 15 hour game it's just really sad isn't it because mm. again like all the studios I mean I'm sure I think Sony Bend have worked on this for many 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 years like 5 mm. or 6 years like it's Shad. Anyway, I am made three hours in. Story wise, it's pretty simplistic at the beginning. It's like, um, it's this guy, like I don't Deacon. Think that changes from what I've heard. What's that, sorry? I don't think that changes from no. what I've heard. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it's, it's like this guy got De- Deacon St. John and his wife, and this guy called like Boom or Booze or whatever. And basically, um, there's like these, uh, you know freakers attack where you are um your wife gets uh get, get gets gets hurt in in the first cut scene um and you rush to a helicopter there's only room for two people on a helicopter uh there's like a slight small discussion you know your wife's obviously on there because she's injured do you go her husband no you decide to send her off to a camp and you and your are uh I, I, I can't i can't have this brother or best friend but you stay with him and then you say you'll meet her later um and then and then in the first cutscene, it, it would appear that maybe... Oh, yeah, and then after that, is like two years later, and and, uh, and the news is that she isn't around anymore. So it's uh. probably the story of me... Or sorry, the character's trying to work out what happened to her, so on and so forth. Um, but I, I will say, yeah, I'm only really like right super, super early in, but I think graphically, it looks really, really fantastic. The cutscenes are excellent from what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not quite up there with, with uncharted levels of animation, but I think they're really, really well-acted. Graphically, it looks fantastic. Uh, I think voice acting is really good so far. Uh, Graphically, I think it's it's really really strong. Um, But gameplay so far, I mean, I've only done like there's like the initial uh, linear mission tutorial type thing, and then you're let out into the open world. And I've gone to the first major camp uh, nearby and done a couple of missions. But uh, already, it's uh, it's (laughs) remarkably unremarkable. It's just it's it's almost exhausting, and I just it's just there's nothing there so far I, i'm gonna keep playing it and actually because there's really nothing else out there, out at the moment i'm definitely going to keep playing this
0: mm-hmm.
2: um but already it's just it feels rather uninspired um yeah graphically it looks nice but there's a lot of brown out there <laughs> um like even riding the bike doesn't feel super satisfying although i hear that improves um a lot when you upgrade it with, with various upgrades and whatnot um, and yeah, I mean, I may like, a very, I barely started the game, so I'm going to play a lot more this week and hopefully have a, a lot more impressions uh, next week. But um, yeah, as unremarkable and uninspiring as that has been so far, uh, I'm going to definitely gonna keep playing it, uh, mostly because there's nothing really else out there. And
1: uh, Yeah, I heard the, the motorbike's got the same mechanic as in Deadly Premonition, you know, with having to fill it up with petrol every five seconds
2: uh yeah i've 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 heard about the the to petrol things i've heard basically what the core gameplay loop just isn't very really satisfying or fun at all um you know repetitive we, we've <laughs> That's had a bit of a problem yes yeah, <laughs> it is yeah for, for a game which apparently is arguably uh, well, what which is apparently incredibly repetitive um, yeah but uh, it, it gave me Last of Us vibes um, only in the fact that it's a good looking game and there's, there's sorry not zombies freakers so if nothing else mm. it's made me like quite pumped for Last of Us 2 even though I was ridiculously pumped anyway but I'm going to play loads was more Was there a carousel? Not yet not yet who knows <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be coming later I haven't played the whole game uh, no, but I, I would definitely, I'm definitely i going to play loads more next week and hopefully have a few more things to say about it then but uh, cool. yeah that Day's gone I played Bloodborne I did Amy G... Amy Amygdala, Amy is Amy how do, How would you say it, Sean? Oh, amygdala. Oh, is that? Okay. Even if, yeah, as okay, in the I bit of that. the brain. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I anyway, know that. And then uh it's like the, uh, that guy you chase around the building. Oh,
0: um, <laughs> fuck. What's his name? I know the one you mean. He's an arsehole. Yeah, it's like Nico or Nico, and you know, that guy. Oh, no, oh, yeah. that's it. Nicolash, yeah. It I, I, and I, I attempted
2: him, but then I, uh, but, but, he killed, but he killed me. But I'm going to get done next time. But yeah, I'm still enjoying it, but uh, still going for the bosses. It's a brilliant game. And that's mm. it. I've mostly been playing a port here and I squeezed in some days gone over the weekend, but I'm going to play loads more. So I have many more things to say about
1: that game next week for sure. Cool. James. Um, I also have played very little this week. I keep meaning, well, I did mean to go back to playing Sekiro, but I, as I said, I mean, we've been talking about this in the the you know in the WhatsApp group, and it's like I'm finding it really difficult to sort of summon up the energy to do that. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why. I just feel I feel like I've sort of lost the rhythm that I had with the game. You know, like because I I played it for like about a week or two weeks, or whatever, before we went away, yeah. and then now I'm just finding it really difficult to motivate myself to go back. I just I don't know why I, th- I think it's just because it's the feeling that I'll you know my skills will be like worse again and just having to relearn everything again and all that and mm-hmm. I don't know I just, I, at the moment I just don't feel like I want to play anything that's really difficult and um, yeah, fair enough. yeah so I just haven't gone back yet I don't know if I will I mean I, I probably should shouldn't I you, you will uh, you, you, you'll have a quite a week and you'll play it and then
2: it, it, I mean how long how long were you playing it before you went away like a week or two yeah, about a week or two. Yeah, or so like you'll have a quiet week or two, and you've already just said there's not a lot out at the moment. You'll put it on, and then you'll get back in the swing of things,
0: no doubt. I mean, I am yeah. already giggling at the idea of it just not even being in our Game of the Year show. Yeah. <laughs> and the fucking like <laughs> bollocking we will get from the audience for that. Are, are you interested true. in playing anytime soon, Sean? Not really, no. Same as James, I've just
1: got no appetite for difficult stuff at the moment. Mm. I mean, See, I was, I was enjoying it. Like, I really was enjoying it, and like, I, you know, I had felt some sense of achievement from beating a couple of the bosses and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just the thought of like, I know that I, to get back into it, I'm going to have to sit down and spend several hours getting back into it, and I just don't feel like doing that at the moment. I want something a bit more instant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've like, got really...
2: and I really want to play it, but when I start playing it, that and Bloodborne at the same time, it's just way... It was too much. They're totally different styles yeah, of games. Sense. So I'm excited yeah. to play it, and I'll probably just start that as a Sunday night stream um, mm-hmm. after Bloodborne's done. But as much as yeah, I wanted to play it, I couldn't sense. do both at the same time. It it's like reading two books at once. It's just impossible. So, yeah,
1: I'm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm putting that down for the moment, and I'll come back to it. So instead, the main thing that I played this week was I played The Walking Dead, the final season. Oh, um, God, I've got that, so many that, questions. That Can you discuss up, this it? non-spoilery? <laughs> Not really, and that's part of the problem because, again, you see, this is the biggest problem I have with doing what you've been playing. To be honest, it's because (laughs) most of the games I play are always like narrative-heavy games that you can't ruin because you know, like discussing them in detail will totally ruin them. But so I've got to kind of sort of dance around what I feel about this game, and I mean, it's the best season of the game since the first. I really Really? believe that. Like, definitely. I mean, it doesn't. It obviously it doesn't match like the first you know, I mean nothing I don't think ever really will, mm-hmm. really, because that was so so well judged and everything. But it's the closest, I felt. Like and it's the same I mean, they replay the same sort of thing where you've got like that sort of adult child dynamic going on of like passing on knowledge. Mm-hmm. And but with the difference being of it being not um like a grown up doing this, instead it's a teenager that's had you know, that's that's learning from yeah, you know, the world that she's grown up in compared with how Lee was obviously, you know, fully grown adult by that point. And she's not entirely sure of herself in the same way that, that Lee was. So that adds some sort of um yeah, you know, sort of more sort of tension to stuff. But also there's quite there's a lot of parallels with the recent Life is Strange series as okay. well. With the you know, with this idea that like the decisions you're making are impacting on somebody else's decision making process later. But it's a lot less subtle than um than what's life is strange. Right. Like in this, it's that kind of like AJ will remember that, and like you know, it's <laughs> that it's like, you know, yeah. and it's like you have changed AJ, so he was like this now, and it's you <laughs> know, it's a it, it's a bit more sort of like you know, gamey in that sense, you know, where that is, but it still works really well, and. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I didn't shed any tears from this, but I did feel like I really cared by the end, actually. And it, the last episode in particular is it's very effective. I mean, I felt it. It goes on a bit too long, like where they they keep it keeps feeling like it's reaching like a an end point, mm-hmm. and then there's more, you know. That's and and that feels a bit like they didn't really want to say goodbye, and they didn't really want to sort of um you know ends you know end end the journey, and then you know so it it really does go on a bit, but. Not, and I'd I'd say I mean I'd, I'd say the ending I was generally satisfied with it. It was, um but they they left they still left like a number of threads dangling as well, like from this that are things that possibly they could develop further if they were going to continue. But obviously they're probably not going to. I I don't think it's it's kind of likely. But um, so, it was, so overall, it's, you you were satisfied with the ending. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I as as I understand it, there are different ways the ending can play out, but the one I got, I felt I felt happy with. And as I said, I felt quite emotional when things were going on because there are so many obviously it parallels a lot of things that happen like in um yeah in other series and it's yeah it's it's just really it was really well put together the engine there was no problem with that this time, like there was no glitching and all that kind of thing it, it felt this is what felt sad about this because it really felt like they actually nailed it this time in terms of like the technical side of things and although it doesn't have the subtlety of stuff like of like life is strange and the sort of the character development in the same way this is still really worth playing like if you if you enjoyed the first series of walking dead i think you could you could play this and not bother with any of the other stuff and you'd still feel quite satisfied from it i think because mm-hmm. there's not there's not like a huge link with this and the the previous episodes that have come you know the previous series rather it's um it feels like another sort of standalone really and um yeah, excellent. It's I really, really did enjoy it. And uh, I, I do feel sad that it's over. Oh, that's so, good. So it's,
2: yeah, yeah I, I listened to, I think it was one of the kind of funny games casts and like, Greg had just finished it, and he had a lot of thoughts. And it did sound really interesting, actually, from what he spoke about. But um, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. After all that, it's good to have an ending
1: you're satisfied with. Yeah. Yeah, it, it did have good closure. I mean, as I said, but without... And, you know he, if i would have to spoil it to start talking about you know like um you know the various aspects of it so i don't really want to do that because i really do think it's worth playing like if you care at all about narrative games it's worth playing still i think
0: oh cool no it's it's just nice mm-hmm. because obviously with everything that happened with the studio it's like well if they do manage to finish it somehow is it even going to be
1: worth it um <laughs> but no yeah, it, yeah I, i'm really pleased that it's it's turned out the way it has yeah, and they have. I mean, they have this really nice sequence towards the end, which like kind of feels like it's sort of like playing tribute to like the whole series. Okay. You know, and it's just it, that was a nice way to conclude yeah. it. And I nearly posted like a screenshot of like the end bit, but then I was like, I can't do that because it will that will <laughs> set people's minds of like, oh, that's happened or whatever. Right, really yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, it really, really, really good. Cool. But yeah. Uh, the only other thing I, I've really played at all this week was I played the Mario Odyssey and Zelda Labo VR stuff. Oh, fantastic. I cannot wait Are to they, hear are they really this. good? No, they're terrible. And, um, <laughs> both, both of them are terrible? Yeah,
2: they're, they're both pretty terrible. Okay, well, let, let, um, let's start with Mario. What, 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 so okay. Mario's just a part of the game, isn't it? It's not the whole game.
1: Yeah, well, Mario, what they do is they've added in for I think it's for three or four kingdoms. I think it's four kingdoms. They, they've they like added this extra section... Where all you have to do is collect musical notes to then you collect the musical notes and then that creates like an instrument which is which you then give to one of the you know the uh, like the musicians and then you do that for each of the um, each of the worlds and then eventually you get to see the um, you know the concert performed again but like in VR but I mean but the the trouble with this is this is not because it doesn't have like the depth like perception kind of stuff that you get with PlayStation VR it doesn't have it, it doesn't feel like VR. I was going like to say, why, why doesn't it? That's weird.
2: Because you, it's not you it's can't not stereoscopic 3D. I thought it was.
1: Well, you, you can't like like for example. Okay, if I you know like with PSVR, if you stand up and walk forward, you will walk further into the game. If you sort of I mean. Oh, I you you know, see. Like yeah. With Astrobot you could like look around corners yeah. and stuff like that. And you can like you look and you can like lean forward to zoom in, that sort of stuff. Yeah. You can't do that with this. Right, like, yeah. It's the all. same like... with um,
0: Gear VR. So yeah, you can tilt it round, but it doesn't understand when you've actually moved. Like if you yes. lean forwards, it oh, yeah, understands course, that you've yeah. tilted like the angle changed, but not the
1: the movement that goes with it, yeah. Yeah. So all you're doing with this is you're Looking around, that where Mario is, like in the 3D space, but you can't change the camera angle or anything at all. Which makes, I mean, you can see why something like Astro Bot was so well designed because it had been built around the fact that you could, like, move your head around. You could have a look at stuff and everything. Mm. Whereas with this, you can't, which makes you feel it's largely pointless. So does
2: this feel feel more like a 360 video than?
1: Yes, it feels much more like that, but in very low resolution. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really a a problem?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I had a feeling it would be. I I think I was just hoping that like, you know, especially with Mario, just like the fact that it looks pretty nice or it's just a nice sort of world to be in um, would sort of win over. But I guess it
1: doesn't. It's it's okay if, if the character, like if Mario's close to you, right. it doesn't look too yeah. bad. But it's as soon as there's any distance on it and it just becomes like a almost like a jumble of like pixels. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like you it's it's really it doesn't look great. And what, what, what's like
2: the screen door effect like where you can see the the gaps in between pixels? Like the PlayStation VR is actually really mm. good for that, whereas early like mm-hmm. Vive and Oculus Kits, you could there was definitely a big like uh, you could see the pixels, the edge the, of the pixels the lines easily. What's, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, what's it like on this?
1: Well, this it just looks like your like massive scan lines, basically, like It Doesn't look like you're um, looking yeah. for a, a mesh curtain. No, okay, it's not. It's not that bad, but it's it's still. It doesn't I mean, it doesn't look good, is the mm-hmm. thing. And it's I mean, I I played both of them and it's also got that thing where you, you like you have to hold like the thing up to your face the whole time. Yeah. And I can see why they only did like really short experiences because it does get uncomfortable very quickly. And then I started doing that thing where I was like just putting my like elbows on the table and then looking through it and you're thinking, This is just Virtual Boy is all <laughs> I'm doing here. And it's and, it, and it's just well I don't know why I'd want to play the game in this way because it's not adding anything to it at all like just moving around you know looking at it from different angles you can't so it's it doesn't really feel like it's so, it's, um, so you can't play
2: the the, the the kingdom as sort of as we know it. you're basically just playing no.
1: new sections of those kingdoms we know of it's a very small area okay. like a really really tiny area where you can yeah you can just do that and then you just have to find some musical notes that's it which i could it, understand if it was really well done as a result <laughs> like yeah like like you say if, he,
0: if you know mario's sort of going far enough away that he's basically getting alias to fuck because there aren't enough pixels for him why mm. why have they built environments where you can get that far away from the camera like if they're gonna make yeah. it this restrained experience why not really sort of you know
1: specifically build it so that it, it works but yeah strange it, well they they have with some of them. Like okay. some of them, it's really like the Cap Kingdom one, you can't go that far away. And then as soon as you start to go too far, it like just zooms you back, yeah. you know, you can't. So the, the environments are quite constrained, but I just don't see the point of it mm. really. It, I just don't see what, what it's really adding because like I said, with Astrobot it really felt like there was a point, you know, to, to it being in VR. Yeah. This, it feels like, it, this is just like a proof of concept of like, yes, you can look at things in like 360 light view with this. And it's like, okay, great, yeah, it was, whatever. So that, I mean, of the two, that one looks the best, I think, because Zelda looks appalling. Like, it really does. <laughs> I mean, I, I do not understand. I mean, I've seen people commenting on this like online, just saying, like, oh, it's amazing and all this kind of thing. It's not. It looks dreadful. Like, it, it looks really, really terrible. The frame rate becomes really like juddery as yeah. well and it look yeah, it doesn't look so good and i wouldn't want to play the game in any way in this mode at all because i mean it you start to get like the motion sickness as well from mm-hmm. it it's because the thing all you do with your head with this is it just controls the camera like in terms of like looking again because you can't you know it doesn't know where you are obviously so you, you know moving your head left or right all it does is just move the camera right. and Again, why would you want to play the game in that no. way? And it just zooms everything in. Um, so everything is like really a lot closer to you, which is fine. But then they don't, you know, the character models don't look that great that close up. And so, uh, uh, I mean, ha, I, I
2: mean, how? So, so, so the view, anyway, so the view to, to Link is just much closer.
1: Yeah, okay. it's much much closer. And then if you look up or down, then it's just basically the same as if you were using the stick to move the camera up or down. So it's really odd because if you look down, then suddenly things it's, zoom in. Yeah. Oh god. It's, exactly. Yeah. And so it's I I I'm baffled at people that think this is good. <laughs> like, absolutely baffled because I just don't. As I t- I mean I tweeted about it saying like it looks like like Ocarina of Time on N64 on like a like. Composite like connection or something. It looks it looks dreadful, like really really bad, and I I don't know why anyone would play it this way. I mean, again, maybe it's a cool proof of concept that you know you can do this kind of thing, but also I'd be thinking why would you bother because it it doesn't look that great at all. The the other games that come with Labo VR are good. Like there's there's some really nice. Um, Sorts of like really short like mini games and stuff that are that are quite fun. Like there's one where you know which is like a platformer which w- works. Although it's got this really weird like floaty like jump which you're thinking this this is really odd. This is like Nintendo who make like the like Mario with, like yeah, the best jumping ever. and This has got like worse jumping than like, the Little Big Planet. In it. <laughs> it's just you know you're just thinking surely they'd have nailed that for this. Yeah. But yeah, it's but the, that stuff's good because again it's it's been designed for it and it's the visuals are like really pared down so it's obviously not trying to do too much and it yeah it doesn't make you feel so sick um as you get with this i mean I, I i very rarely feel sick when i play vr games like with like playstation vr and stuff this made me feel awful and i th- i'm sure it's just because the resolution is so low yeah. and um yeah it as said it just looks like you're looking at like massive scan lines on a on a tv i guess it's, that resolution and great. frame rate it's not going to yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I saw someone in there saying they were going to play through the whole game like this. And you just think, what's wrong with you? It's like, I just don't understand why you want to do that if you can play it on a TV. Yeah. It just you know, I I didn't feel that it was increasing my immersion mostly because it looked really terrible and the frame rate was bad. And it's like that they're the things that would like break any kind of immersion for yeah. me, like from playing it. Oh, what but a shame! It. I mean, it's. it's... It's free. So yeah. fine. And That's I think okay.
0: like we always knew that Breath of the Wild was a bit of a punt in comparison to Mario Odyssey, but I'm I'm surprised to hear that even Mario Odyssey isn't particularly great. Um, no, I
1: mean it's just it's just not great. Mm. I mean it's just it's just not something you'd want to do, really. <laughs> it's um you know, I'd I'd have thought that they would have tried to maybe have done more with it, you know, to make it a bit more interesting, but it's really not. I mean, mm. next time we're together our Bring it in, oh, re- re- I'm really you fascinated know. to try it. Yeah. yeah I really want to give yeah. it a it's go. It's just,
0: like, obviously, because Nintendo are so, like, you know, we, we either do something properly or we don't bother, like, so for them to just sort of fart this
1: out and for yeah. it <laughs> to be not very I mean, good. Um, and that's what it feels like. It feels like they've just, like, gone, yeah, hey, we'll just... I mean, put it this way, right? My son is absolutely obsessed with Mario Odyssey still. Like, he still mm-hmm. plays it, like, all the time. He heard about this and he played it like a bit, mm-hmm. and then I went back a few minutes later. And was like, what, "What are you doing?" And he just moved on to another like <laughs> the VR, like the ToyCon games instead. Yeah. And he was he wasn't that interested in yeah. it. He just said, "Yeah, it's uh, it's not that great." Strange. So yeah, so strange. Yeah. So oh.
2: so, so do you see yourself going back to any of the the, uh, the- Non, you know, the, the, the other ToyCon games at all, or are you done with that as well?
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm, no, I'm not done with it, because I, I still need to build stuff. I mean, <laughs> I've just been really busy with work over the well, last well, couple well, of weeks. Well, what, so what pack did, did you not... get? You got like, the
2: animal... No, you got the, the, the camera. Yeah. What else should you get? The... Well, it's Bird it's thing?
1: there was two. There's there's the one which is just the the starter one, which is just kind of the headset and that's it, I think, and maybe one other thing. Whereas there's the like the variety one, which has got like the the elephant and the the wind pedal. Oh, so you got all that as well, did you? How oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, the pr- difference in price was not massive. It was like fifteen, twenty quid or something. Mm. I just thought because now when I mean, I've read now, like loads of people saying they bought the starter one and now wish that they got the other one. So mm. yeah, I thought it was worth that, and we got that Twitch payout, so that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool that it that's it yeah forgot nothing else mm, apart nice from right which is still brilliant but yeah. you know the, uh... Uh, right do you want to do emails okay um, if you want to email us it's podcast at the dot com uh, Steve Lambert has emailed in he said um uh, for reasons too boring to explain, I've been too poor to buy consoles for the last few years, rendering me a slave to the Steam sale. This isn't a complaint, but does mean I've had to miss out on some games I really wanted to play, like Bloodborne and Horizon Zero Dawn and recently Red Dead 2. Last week we moved out of London and suddenly I have a load of fresh, tasty, uh, disposable income. <laughs> now the question is, at this late stage, do I shell out for a PS4 Pro and use baby sleepy times to catch up with the latest uh, last couple years of games, or do I wait for the next generation and cross my fingers for uh, back? Compatibility. Uh thanks to keep up the good work. Be natural, etc. I mean, I'd say buy a PS4 pro, pro, pro now and play those games. Yeah, and because... you know, they've
2: always said that it will be backwards compatible. So yeah, yeah. we know that. Yeah, you, you'll get a PS4 Pro uh with a decent bundle. You've got absolutely tons of stuff to play, and new generations There's are so coming out until stuff. like yeah. autumn twenty twenty. So you'll have tons of tons of great stuff to play. And probably d- yeah, decent bundles
0: out at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I mean he hasn't mentioned the Xbox. But <laughs> 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 yeah, but he's had uh, about like, exclusives. So. Yeah, I was going to say most of the most of the Xbox exclusives he could be already playing on his PC, I guess. So, yeah, so if you were going to get a console, I think the PS4 Pro is the way to go. Or a Switch, if that's any interest. Um, yeah. yeah. I th- I think in terms of exclusives... Ah, but then if he's been playing loads of stuff through Steam sales, he's probably played half the indie games that are available on the Switch already anyway, and for a mm. fraction of the cost. So But so he said about not. baby sleepy
2: times. Yeah, um, I've, um misconstrued that and he has got he's got a child. But if that's the case, you're gonna get so much more playtime out of the Switch than yeah. a console, I would assume. Yeah, so that. that's another option. But mm. yeah, a uh, PS4 Pro and yeah, Bloodborne, Zero Dawn and Red Dead 2, you have, have a way out of time.
1: Yep, totally. Mm. Okay, uh, Gary Stewart says, uh, after Bungie and Activision went their separate ways, there have been a few uh, big-name developers leave Bungie. Given how the internet is, is um, has immediately caused rumours to circulate, for example, after two of the main uh, PvP uh, devs left, everyone said that Destiny was getting rid of Crucible. Do you think that Destiny is doomed, or do you think the devs just got a little fed up working on the same project all this time and left to try something new? Uh, I don't think it... What do you think, sure? uh, Sean? I don't think it's doomed you- by any stretch. Um...
0: I think it's Mm -hmm. doing just fine. It is weird how they've been neglecting the the PVP community. Um, I think I mentioned this not too long ago, but long story short, basically everything they've put out this year has all been PVE focused. Um, And I mean, mean, uh, Gambit is sort of PVP, but like not really. It's got like PVP elements, but like the sort of high-end PVP mode that they had in year one, the Trials of the Nine, they just haven't, put that, like that's just been taken out with no real explanation and so yeah, so people are wondering if this sort of suggests a general move away from PvP but I don't really know why that would be the case because presumably it's a lot cheaper to put together because it's just some maps and... (laughs) and and modes and stuff which seems I would have thought be relatively easy compared to like campaign type stuff um, and people really love it and they um, I don't know there's like a huge portion of the community uh, maybe Bungie have access to figures that I don't and they know that actually relatively few people bother with the PvP stuff um, yeah, I'm just looking at it now
2: but I'm not sure if it's you know, specifically that. So basically it's uh, Joe Blackburn, who was former raid lead, mm-hmm. uh, who, was, who was promoted to uh, broader responsibilities last November. Mm-hmm. And also narrative lead Jill Shah, who worked on Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were the ones in last week that have gone. Okay. And last month it was weapon specialist John Wesenecki was- and sandbox design lead Josh Hamrick. So, okay. oh right, I so mean, not necessarily
0: PvP. No, no not necessarily PvP, but
2: um, unless there's some others that have gone. But yeah, there's obviously four senior people gone in the last, yeah, in the last month, which mm. is uh, that's a concern, I guess. I mean,
0: yeah, no that's, how you
2: play it, that's four four senior people gone in a month. That's yeah, no, that that's, is uh, that could is be interesting. coincidence, but also it feels like hmm, weird. Mm. And also like the, the two that announced it um, last last month, they both announced their stuff at exactly the same time. Right, it's almost like. So, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Obviously, now they're fully independent. It almost feels like it's a weird time you'd want to stay, but maybe maybe going fully independent means
0: that they have to maybe be a bit more leaner. Who knows? Yeah, but then I don't, I, mean, I don't know what US employment law is like. You can't just kill someone's salary like that, can you? Without like a full restructure process or whatever. Maybe it's different in America. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Um hopefully it's just they felt it was time to move on. Um but who knows? Yeah, who knows. I'm I'm
2: I am i am i am excited to see what the next like big you know, the probably big like fully independent Bungie, uh, Yeah, because uh, 'cause we've DLC um, Drop was gonna be.
0: Yeah, because the, the season of opulence is soon, so that's the third bit, the third and final bit of this season pass That's every day in my house, Sean. <laughs> um you're fucking soda streaming your Sky TV. Um <laughs> But um yeah, uh, so then I don't think we're clear on what we're getting after that. If it's going to be like another big expansion or like a, a year off and then Destiny 3, which I think is basically what happened. I oh, know we had, um, God, I can't remember what it was called so Rise of Iron for Destiny 1, and that was okay. But like there was that, and then basically a year of nothing, and then Destiny 2 happened. So I imagine it's going to be something like that, I guess. Honestly,
2: so hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm poor right now, probably loving this Destiny chat, but we'll carry on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Every like, week. Let's right. tell you, so, do you see Destiny 3 coming like basically around 2020, like maybe launching new consoles?
0: Don't see why not. Um, it be...
2: feels really soon, but I guess I guess it isn't. Yeah, I mean, you've like got Destiny
0: 2 back on track now. It feels like yeah. Destiny 3 already? I don't know. So, I suppose, because yeah, so Forsaken was the start of, yeah, so we're still, we're still only in year two of Destiny 2, aren't we? But then Destiny 1 was only three years. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, 2020. Imagine Destiny
2: three launch title for PS five. Be
0: right. Yeah, I'd be on that.
2: A K ten player co op, incredible <laughs> AI. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Populated cities, people running yeah, around. Imagine, with yeah, yeah imagine the the
2: entire city is just rammed to kills. To, to be fair, people. if
0: there's a game that could benefit from quicker loading times, Destiny is it. But yeah, oh, you reckon? Yeah, but you you see the ship you do see the shit it's more <laughs> when you when you first log in I don't even know what it's loading at that point but it takes fucking yeah. years like it's like I, I'll set that going and then I'll go and like get a drink or something just because I know it's going to be about what, like serve authentication
2: Sean it's not easy you
0: gotta <laughs> log in which, which, too which, authentication which if that was like a general thing I wouldn't mind but it's like once you're in it's like pretty slick
1: so it's yeah, it's really strange
0: whatever what's next whatever
1: Okay. uh, Liz Walker says, uh, thanks to Sean for suggesting Gems of War as a nice casual game for the mobile. It has all the things I love about Hearthstone, but oddly for a free-to-play game, it doesn't push the money side too hard, other than the occasional pop-up of the special offers. Also, this was a while ago, but after hearing Sean musing about how confusing Kingdom Hearts 3 must be for kids, I wanted to share my experience. My nearly four-year-old was ecstatic to watch me play Kingdom Hearts 3, especially as Toy Story is his favourite film. And it genuinely made me enjoy the game more myself, with him cheering me on and yelling uh, at me to get in the robot (laughs) money. I largely agree with everything Sean said, i.e. the combat is largely unchanged from previous games. The cutscenes are overly long and full of the worst anime-esque bullshit at times. But to my son, he honestly didn't seem to care about all the anime dudes in black coats. only really acknowledged them as the bad guys. I suspect to him they are the equivalent of Saturday morning cartoon villains who don't really need to know much about other than they are the bad guys. This is the first time that my son has properly engaged with uh, video games, so Kingdom Hearts 3 is likely to hold a special place in my memories, despite not being the best entry in the series by a long shot. So, my question is um, have your kids enhanced any mediocre games for you?
0: I mean, I, I'm, I'm uh, asking for you, I, isn't it, James? It, yeah, James yeah, my my, my, I think, my at child's at only
1: 18 months old, so. <laughs>
0: Well, Has yeah, yeah,
2: your child uh, made you like Dragon's Dogma more or less, Sean?
0: Um, I mean... I, uh, that doesn't make any difference, does it? I think he... <laughs> I mean, other than like I'm enjoying playing it handheld because I haven't always got access to the TV because usually it's got CBeebies on it these days. That's about it. Come on, James. It must be loads for
1: you. Um, I'm trying to think because... I mean... I remember playing Knack... <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I had to play that with my son for a while because he wanted to I mean, play that. it doesn't that. sound like you enjoyed and, it though Well, he didn't really enjoy it either <laughs> after a while and he got bored and he said let's play something else and that was, that was the thing because that, that's the thing, I mean, okay, maybe you See, the thing is there are games which I find mediocre or I don't really enjoy very much that we end up playing, like for example Mario Party, uh-huh. which is like it's fine, I'd I, quite enjoy playing it sometimes but if you've played it a lot it gets quite tedious yeah. like you know sort of to like to go through so i've played that many many times um that's about it really though to be honest because i always just force them to play good games <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> i won't let the play stuff that's like mediocre. i mean there's certainly like, or, like
0: there are games like so i've been out of the loop with pokemon for a long time now but like, yeah, that was a mediocre game. Uh, yeah, I, I did play through that. But actually, yeah, but, but like, but, so if that, like, if Isaac was to get into that when he's older, I can see myself being able to enjoy that again, like via him um, or with him, yeah. you know. Um, so that's that's like a potential one. I can't think of many others though.
1: I mean, I've I've locked down all the stuff so they can't play any free to play <laughs> games. So that that's already like closed that avenue yeah. off. So yeah. No, I can't really think of anything in particular that I've that I've done with that. Yeah, with.
0: Yeah, fair enough. You just remember bonding sure over a game
1: it. being shit. Yeah, yeah. classic. <laughs> yeah, but <I>, a <laughs> bond <laughs> over a shit game it is a weak bond in my book. It's like good games on. <laughs> the the there's so much good stuff like to potentially play that it's like I wouldn't want to play something like that's not great. I don't know. Yeah. You got such a high, you know, quality,
2: you know, palette, James. It's like anything that's less than an eight, just like forget it. What was
1: that? Um, <laughs> the Kirby game on the Switch. Oh yeah, no, that that yeah, okay, yeah, that that works. Actually, yeah, the more I think about it, there are actually games yeah, like that. that is yeah, it was, I mean, that I mean, yeah, I mean, Kirby was fine, but it was that was also quite mediocre. Yeah, actually, that's what um, I mean. But, yeah, and, like, I remember because like Dave was saying as well that like Harry properly got into
0: it. And Dave was like, This isn't really that good, but Harry fucking loved it, didn't he? Like, didn't Harry like 100% it or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I had the same yeah. thing. I mean, now it's one of those games that I really would like to sell, but cannot <laughs> because my son will never let me because he still enjoys playing. Oh, there you go, it. and uh, yeah, that no, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, that's one of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, tweets. Let's go on to tweets. Uh, if you want to tweet us,
2: it's at ComputerGamePod on Twitter. The first one is from Thomas at Lamaslav42. Uh, what are your personal highlights on the pod so far? This is obviously in reference to the fact this is our 150th episode. Um, for me, it was Matt being rumbled with Night in the Woods. There are so many moments to choose from, ever considered a best of compilation. I mean, it's at times like this where I'm like, I wish we had a Wikipedia or at least I wish I had written notes down.
0: Because there's probably loads of things I just can't remember. I, yeah, like it frightens me how little I remember of of the podcast. Like, And especially like, like sometimes people will tweet at you with like a joke or something. And I'll look at it and I'll be like, this is a reference to something I've said on the show. And I can't remember yeah. what it Is was. this a reference, guys? Yeah. Is this? <laughs> You um, said that last week, Sean. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Like I, I already like, you know, people say, "Oh, and yeah, Sean was saying this last week," and I'm like, "Did I?" Um. So yeah, pretty terrifying. Uh, so yeah, I mean, in, uh, personal highlights. I've uh, God knows. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, like definitely that night in the woods. Bit was was pretty incredible. But um, yeah, I I honestly like don't remember a
1: lot of it. I think my recent highlight has been like. Being able to start recording at eight <laughs> o'clock—I mean, that's, <laughs> that's been, yeah, it's been good. It's been a blast. Been highlight for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has been great. Yeah, uh, I'm going to yeah. miss it.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm going to miss it. We have to go back to nine o'clock anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what, have you got, have you got any highlights, James?
1: Not really. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to think, actually. Okay, well, why are you thinking?
2: Know. I mean, us destroying Titanfall two and getting out <laughs> in the first the first round, I got of oh, that game of the year show. Yeah. After Dave went on about it for like seven or eight episodes in a row, uh, that that was that was incredibly satisfying. I mean, there there were so many like great moments that I like, remember, mostly from the, from
1: the game of the year shows. I was going to say, yeah, yeah game of I the I year, think, No, I just remembered yeah. one. I remember. What I did like was when we did that E3 one where David wasn't allowed to listen. You know, he wasn't allowed to watch yeah. anything. And then we told him about Perfect Dark and he bought the whole <laughs> thing. And then he was really angry with us <laughs> that we hadn't revealed to him like yeah, you have a hand revealed the it on the into pod. Into the show that yeah. that it wasn't true, yeah. yeah, and then yeah, you got really annoyed yeah. about that. That was fun. The, I, um, I mean, like
2: I guess we may have done it again. Maybe it would be better to reveal it on the pod. But it's also great because we were like, oh my god, let's just not tell him. And then we're just like waiting for him to listen to the, the pod the next day. <laughs> and then like yeah. Twig, like hang on, what? it was all <laughs> worth it for us. But it was selfish. The listeners didn't get to hear that moment.
1: Uh, yeah. But it was great. No, for us. It was. It was also worth it to have Dave continuously dig us out about how we've made the wrong decision. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you, you know, ruined the pod. He ruined it. Um yeah,
0: yeah I mean the F0 night run stuff was pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. So so good. <laughs> um but yeah, the uh, far lone sales stuff from the Game of the Year show as well. Um like it's just really nice cuz like even now we still get the odd tweet from someone who's like just picked it up and like and yeah. they, they because it stuck out cuz there was a bit of a story cuz like the way it came out on the show and stuff. Um like people remember that it was us that told them to play it. Um and that's that's really nice. Yeah. But yeah. And it's someone like like you, know, you just dropping a game
2: which we none of us have heard you mention all year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was in your list. Yeah. And then we all played it and loved it. Yeah, yeah It was yeah. a really nice yeah. little story. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, killing time for was one of the best moments, of course. Um uh, the Night in the Woods moment, I mean, I've I've listened to it back a few times. It is <laughs> it's an incredible moment. You can hear I mean, I totally got done. Like I got found it's just out. The-
0: <laughs> it wasn't even it wasn't about it wasn't so much about you getting it was the fact that it was James that took it upon himself to do the research <laughs> just yeah I don't know that just totally took me by
2: surprise but yeah, yeah I still need to get that game finished yeah, um, yeah it's really but, good but I lost it's my really save really really good game yeah have to, have to start again yeah. but yeah that 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 was a great moment I mean that, that, like I still think all that Detroit discussion was good <laughs> uh, mostly because I was really impassionate about it and no one else was um, yeah I'm sure there's loads of moments but I just, my memory's so bad that's why I should start writing some stuff down yep. Um. anyway uh, that's uh, uh, Thomas almost, almost wants you to do FIFA as well It says FIFA for Sean please he's enjoying himself way too much on the streams whilst his <laughs> colleagues suffer on theirs <laughs>
0: Yeah, the uh, the net is definitely closing in on that. Um, although interestingly, you know, I've mentioned before, there's like, oh yeah, there's like a, a the journey pack that you can buy, and it was on sale for like twenty five quid or something, and I missed that. Um, so it's no longer on sale. I didn't realise it's not like like a special version of the game that just has all of the journey in it. It is just FIFA's seventeen to nineteen in one bundle.
2: <laughs> so, was <laughs> it? I thought yeah. it was just yeah oh.
0: so um yeah i mean i guess that, i mean that is still the best option i need to just wait till that's on sale again because i was hoping i could play it on the pc and stream it because i can get it through like um origin access yeah um but having tried forza horizon 4 and it not working at all i assume fifa is going to be no better
2: so i don't know like um, if, i don't think fifa is as intensive i mean like forza is one of the best i can raise games in recent
0: years true like- yeah I'll, I'll give it a go and um, i can always just like do a, like a test recording and see how that behaves and and then we'll go from there, I yeah. guess. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, all right. I'm, yeah,
2: I that's don't know. what happened. Also, I've got loads of ideas of what we could do to promote it, and <laughs> I've got to. There, there's things I need to do. Yeah. Uh, Tom Bailey at Trend uh, Trend Thrift on Twitter: The Assassin's Creed Three Remaster is the buggiest game I've ever played, including full on console lockups on occasion. And yet, I'm still planning on having a whale of a time. What's the most frustrating game you can get enough of? Tom Bailey. That's oh, even that's people
0: who like Assassin's Creed generally take the piss out of three, don't they? Yeah, and but and this is you know, and, and this buddy. is a terrible yeah. remaster, and you still all right, fair enough. <laughs> but it's um, still clearly got something.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, what I do you know, I'd have to say Daggerfall. Like yeah, you remember, you, yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. That. I, I absolutely loved that game when it came out. I remember playing it on PC and it was just, it was a nightmare. There was just, I mean, it was probably the most buggy game that I think Bethesda ever mm-hmm. put out. And that's saying something. It really yeah, is. It was, crashed all the time, but I still, yeah, I still kept playing it and uh, just loved it. Um, I mean, I suppose, I mean, Dragon's Dogma
0: is not buggy, but it's certainly not as slick as it could be. Um, and like even at the time um but it's yeah like it and you know as i mentioned like in terms of frustration yeah you can go for a half hour trek and then die unexpectedly and lose a fair bit of progress um but it's yeah for me it's the ideas behind it that make up for that um so that that makes it worthwhile for me i guess
2: i mean it's it's not boggy but like the first year or two of destiny was yeah pretty tough i mean i've said this before but there was six weeks where i couldn't go up a level because I was waiting for one particular chess piece <laughs> six weeks <laughs> yeah I mean we <laughs> it was bad times but again I was not I could
0: nothing could stop me playing that game like I think if we'd known how much Destiny 1 was going to improve I don't think we would have bothered with year one I think
2: I don't, I don't know but it's just it's we <laughs> still got that great gameplay but I don't know it's just it was it was It was frustrating but it was like I was still smashing strikes every night and yeah no, but I yeah. know what
0: you mean. I just, I, I, th- I feel like we only put up with it because we were like, "Well, this is it. This is the only way we're going to experience this, this gunplay That's and true, stuff." Yeah. Whereas I think if someone had just said, "Honestly, mate, just give it a year, you will love it so much more." Um, yeah, I
2: often think if Destiny One came out today, I mean, it feels, it feels like it would just get destroyed. I mean, I mean, maybe it's not yeah. the case, but it's like obviously so many games are all about quality of life improvements and mm-hmm. making things easier and stuff and like Destiny 1 was not
0: James that. James <laughs> do you want to tell us all what you're laughing
1: at? <laughs> <laughs> sorry <Tom>. sorry <laughs> oh, just...
0: come on James <laughs> I mean I'm asking him because I know <laughs> the answer but I want him to tell us <laughs> 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 if he's going to be so unprofessional
1: James <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> oh my
0: God.
1: <sighs>
0: I mean, can we explain without it getting... To, you've muted your microphone, haven't you? Yes, that's why the laughter... Sorry, I have to expect have
1: to mute myself. No, it's just, uh, it's just a, a picture of... <laughs> which, uh, which David Sheeran's <laughs> today, and every time I see it, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Oh dear. It's like when, sort of like when a child's
0: crying and they're trying to explain why they're upset, yeah. and they're just like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
0: Dave sent us and a. The
1: trouble is, is, I keep making myself laugh by looking at it, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like, it sounds like I'm crying. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's, that's alright. Okay.
0: But just, okay, I've got it under okay. control. <laughs> I just won't open yeah, it right,
1: again. Fine. Um, I am open it once more now. Go on, I just want to see what actually. No, 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 I'm not doing. it. I'm not doing. Does it. I open it once more now? <laughs> continue, continue? Continue. I'm fine. I've, I've got over it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> now I'm looking at it. Go. Okay.
1: Yeah, I've got to open now as well. Open it once more, James. <laughs> right. Go on.
0: What is the next question?
2: <laughs> uh, Andre Gushrend. What is the one thing James wants from Animal Crossing
1: on Switch besides a release date? Um, I would definitely like to there to be better like, online of some description. I don't know what that would mean at this stage, but something which is better than they've had mm-hmm. before. i would tell you what I don't want. I don't want it to be linked in with the, like, Pocket Camp one or anything at all. Yeah. Like, I don't want to need, like... How likely you know... do you think that is? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they do somehow. I mean, I'm also hoping that they're not going to add, like, a load of, like, tasks and things like that to it, because the thing I've always enjoyed about these games is the fact that you kind of just kick around and do whatever you feel yeah. like. I don't want it to be, like, super focused at all. Yeah, because you even thought there's too much busy
2: work in Stardew, and that's nothing compared yeah. to Portia, um, both of which are pretty yeah, Exactly. Fun.
1: And that, I mean, that's one of the reasons I haven't really gone. But stop doing that. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what's happened?
2: <laughs>
0: I've put the picture in the Google.
1: I <laughs> 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 Oh,
2: this
0: is.
1: Okay, you can't do it. You can't do it okay let's go on, go, on, let's go, on, go, on. Okay, go on just continue like, I just got over that just stop it okay um, it's fine
2: oh, yeah fine.
1: I can well, I mean I love
2: I love Animal Crossing on, on GameCube um, and uh, and I've, I'm excited to see what it's like on Switch but I also love things I like started and Portia which are a bit more in depth so as they said if it's is it coming this year
1: they said that at least They like, yeah they said it's supposed to be 2019 <laughs> okay, okay.
2: 2019,
0: yes,
1: okay uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just worried it might suddenly appear again at any moment and it's
0: oh fucking hell right, um, what's the next question man
2: yes um, what, a rectory again what are the best or worst licensed video games based on movies I'm going with best Alien Isolation and worst any Harry Potter
0: um, best, for you, best like, they're not as common <laughs> as they are
2: they really licensed no games. they're not,
0: I think because people generally agree they're not a brilliant idea um yeah. or at least you know doing it in a way that tries to recreate the bits in the film um at the end of the day you're taking a, a you know a linear experience into, into an interactive medium and because that's...
2: um we're still waiting for Crystal Dynamics uh Dynamics is, uh Avengers game aren't we
0: Yeah yeah that's still still in the works That's still happening um, at some point Which feels somewhat like it might have missed the boat by this point um yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, people, it's not, all... if, I mean, I can't believe they haven't released it around
2: now. <laughs> yeah, that would have been ideal. Um, but you know, Avengers is such a big franchise. If it, it, if it comes out next, later in the year or next year, it'll obviously still do well. But it's yeah. just crazy they haven't coincided with the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, bit strange. And like, we've not, like, we haven't seen anything of it, have we? No, nothing. Yeah, no. So presumably, it's still relatively early on in development. So yeah, don't know. Don't know what's going on there. Um, I mean, it is
2: the one of the best. Has surely got to be gold now in N64.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, that's just such a great game. Well, but yeah, in terms, no, no, I'm sure we play today. It'll be absolutely dreadful. But (coughs) yeah, our time was like, "How? This is a good licensed game." Yeah, um, and was quite a a revelation in that, um, in that sense, and and yeah, and like broke the rules in that it did follow a lot of the events of the film quite closely and worked. Um, So yeah, that was okay. Um I mean I'm the I mean, worst you've got we have such a selection to choose from where do we even begin um yeah fuck it's hard to know where to start really there's been loads of shiters um
1: well, there was mostly loads of really bad ones you know, like during the 8 bit era as well wasn't there when like LJN and all that had those licenses for yeah all those, you know, yeah presumably made them a
0: lot of money so fair dues <laughs> um but yeah um I don't know. I haven't got any particularly interesting answers for this, to be honest. It's all just standard shit, isn't it? Anything, James?
1: Uh, nothing bad. <laughs> I mean, there was good stuff. There was some. Um, what's it called? Uh, Chronicles of Riddick. That Oh yeah. was great. Well, what sort of game was that? I remember at a time like it reviewing really well and
2: and stuff, but well,
1: what sort of game well, was it? it? Was, well, it was it was first person, wasn't it? And it was, but it was like you know you were trapped on like the on the prison. It was basically like a prison escape kind of game.
0: Yeah, so it's first person, and then it sort of went to third person for certain actions and stuff, didn't it, I think? Yeah, but, yeah, but it had this whole, like, um, yeah, sort of really, really keen on the stealth mechanics. But yeah, as you say, the initial sort of prison break bit, it was just about you living in the prison and interacting with the other inmates and stuff and, and trying to break out. Um, yeah, And then there was that, and then there was, what was it, Assault on Dark Athena, the, the second one they did. Which apparently Mm -hmm. was really good as well, and I I played the first one a bit, and I don't know, bounced off it for some reason. Despite despite the fact that it was clearly quite interesting, Um, but again, that was an example of one that's like set around the films, wasn't it, rather than actually following the plot. So, yeah,
1: because that was it was Starbreeze as well, wasn't it? It was had all the trouble, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Hmm. Um, yeah.
1: I
2: mean, like, well, would you class ba- well, the Batman Arkham games? Those are licensed. They're not like film license, but there's
0: a Batman license, isn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, but again, so like, because the, the difference with comic books. I mean, I know films are getting this way now because they're ripping off comic books so much. But um, like, if you decide to do a Batman game, because there are so many iterations of Batman, there's so many versions of him, you, pre- you pretty much just do your own and borrow the bits you want from existing Batman's. Whereas, yeah. like if you like, whereas if you're doing a game version of a film, you don't just get to remake the main character as you see fit. Like you pretty much have to stick to what already exists. Whereas because there's already so many different Batman, um, you can sort of do what you want with it, relatively speaking. Um, <laughs> there's lots of Batman. There are lots of <laughs> Batmans. Um. So, but yeah, but um, then that's but that's partly why that game was so good because it borrowed a lot of the best bits and but really gave you a, a sense of being Batman. Like the first time you go into the the cave and stuff underneath Arkham, that was fucking amazing. So, so yeah. <clears throat> um No, I've I've got nothing else for this one.
2: Yeah, actually, it's there, there's like the Middle Earth, like the more what was those
0: like Middle Earth Mordor games. Oh, it was Shadow of Mordor and yeah, Shadow of War, one. yeah.
1: The, the, uh, yeah, the first one was good, and the second one was less good because of microtransactions. transactions. Mm. it took them out, yeah. though, didn't they? Eventually, they did, yeah. But then it kind of broke the okay. game because <laughs> <you know, laughs> it's because it's designed around right, that. Yeah. And then yeah, that, that's gonna be like the new Animal Crossing, James, when they
2: take out all the all <laughs> the microtransactions from that, and there would be no game left.
1: <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, leaf tickets. leaf get. Leaf get us saved. leaf tickets. <laughs>
2: Um, uh, last one This is from last week actually But Oodles Ood- At Oodles are dim What upcoming game Can you see you playing Hundreds of hours of Of Animal Crossing Obviously Oh
1: god Hundreds of hours James Hundreds of hours Definitely I sp- spent About 300 hours Playing Lightning Really Moon. Wow okay
0: Fuck Yeah
1: Um
0: God, I don't know. What's coming out this year? Oh, what's the? I mean, not hundreds of hours, but the, um, ah, fuck, what's it called? The the RPG that's in space, and it's all a bit (laughs) Wild West. Are you looking at that picture again? (laughs) James! James, For fuck's sake, man. James! (laughs) Sorry, I just thought about it. He didn't didn't even have to look at it anymore, he just has to remember it. That's all it what, takes. What's his
2: RPG in space? Uh
0: what, what was it? The is it called the Outer Worlds? It's by Oh, some... yeah, the one that's all Fallout in. Yeah, yeah. Um I think that's the the only one on the horizon that I, I'm looking forward to putting a significant amount of time into, maybe not hundreds of hours. I mean, I suppose there's the Monster Hunter World DLC is later this year. Um again, it won't be hundreds of hours, but I'd be you know, very, very happy to have an excuse to go back to that. So yeah I guess that's it for me I don't really know what else is coming out that's going to really take up shit loads of time
2: yeah it's, it's hard to say actually I mean I'm also looking forward to Animal Crossing I don't know if it will be mm-hmm. hundreds of hours but um, yeah I don't know mm-hmm. I mean I, I, like, most of the games I look forward to this year they're not massive hundred hour plus
0: games yeah yeah exactly I think yeah we don't really like none of us are into stuff like that are we I mean, it's just destiny. That's surely it. I mean,
2: like, yeah. I can't really think yeah, of anything else. It's... Yeah,
0: I could see myself continuing. And, and to maybe I I
2: am. Maybe my time at Portia. I mean, done twenty hours pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that is it for uh, for tweets. It's that computer game on Twitter. If you want to tweet us, uh, and that's it.
0: Cool. Um, right, we can go, and James can look at that picture all he wants. Now he's muted his microphone again.
1: James oh, I, I did yeah I, I muted it for a while cause... <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah I thought it was for the best uh,
0: two hours lads relatively short as promised um, but still yeah. actually no, no, we're, we're alright on Dash Radio now aren't we we're, we're fine we're allowed two and a half absolutely fine Yeah. Um, so if you listen on Dash Radio enjoy 20 minutes of what is it they play just like music and trailers and stuff
2: Yeah, I I I assume it's just other other ambience.
0: Yeah, well, enjoy that. And uh, we will see you next week. Thank you for letting us be natural. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you.
1: sorry (laughs) it was I just I don't know what happened I just I just couldn't yeah it was terrible